I mean, I just linked a bunch of Pixel Response articles as, like, reference in my Touch Arcade application, but whatever. <laughs> That's too bad. It's just like, this guy sent us a bunch of dead links. No. I love how nothing is working out. Yep. Oh. Oh, well. I'm sorry to laugh. Full-blown Charlie so- Brown. No, it's been amazing. And truly power, like, it's not like I've been inviting most, like, it's just like, no, it just happens, just weird, dumb stuff. Like, I don't know if, if maybe we should just revise this quickly. Mm-hmm. So, you were kind of kicked out of your house. Yep, I was, yep, that was like two, three weeks ago. Yeah, so. It was like rapid <laughs> sale of the home I lived in for like six years, and then you gotta move right now, okay. Yeah, your Car move gets... like a month. Yep. And that's like, that's just strainful and shitty. Yes. Your car gets towed while you're on vacation. <laughs> yep, so come back to impound fees and like moving stuff out of it. You come, yeah, you come back to that, you get that all done. You yeah. go to E3, which you're a little nervous about because you don't know if you can really afford to go. Right. So I sink further so, into debt. So you have a good time there. Yep. But, so, like, you sink a little bit further into debt, but overall you're just like, you know what, it was a good time, whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll just come back at my job. I'll just get back <laughs> to work, and then that'll make it all okay. Ring. Ring. Hey, you hey. don't have a job. Yeah. What? <laughs> yep. Then Calgary floods. Calgary floods. You find out you might not be in a safe zone. <laughs> yep. And then to top it off, the links you provided for an application are now dead because of the server migration. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's it's a good one right now. I can't even get mad. It's just it's too Can't weird. even be mad. Can't even be mad. <laughs> nope. Uh, holy shit! 2013. It's making it's it's already crazy. <laughs> the year of Krasnor. <laughs> yeah, this is the one. This is this is the big one. I'm a backseat gamer. Okay, sorry. I've had this problem for at least a decade. Like, friends would be playing Half-Life, and it's just like, uh, can you just give me the keyboard and mouse right now? Because I know what to do. No, seriously, just leave. Okay, thank you. And then, yeah. It's been it's been bad. I can't watch people play without getting frustrated. So, sorry, Brittany. It's okay. <laughs> That's a good idea, though. Anyway. Can I give you a piece of advice? Yeah. Don't piss off the person that's hosting you. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> okay. too, too soon? No, it's fine. <laughs> we just talked about that. But, yeah. No, it's, it's your TV. It is. It's fine. Uh, this living room is great right now, though. I got, like, the PlayStation TV is kind of its own thing. To the right of the other TV, mm-hmm. and my laptop right here in front of me. It's 
yeah, it's nice. Surrounded by screens. It's cool. It's like the future. It is the future. Televisions and stuff. Televisions, yeah, the future. (laughs) (laughs) The future of new media, television. (laughs) Yep, that's what Xbox One is banking on, so... Yeah, it's kind of true. It's like, you you love your TV, right? Gonna watch that football. It's like, what? Okay, I guess, in theory, that is a thing. Football. Football. Getting that commentary. Watching that Game of Thrones. So hot right now. So hot. That Red Wedding, everyone murdering babies. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened either. I honestly don't give a shit. Yeah, I stopped watching that show. It's not a very good show, but whatever. I I mean, it's too spread out. We've talked about it. It's one of those things where that is literally like, I don't like the popular thing, and I feel so awesome about it. Smug. Just so smug. Such a a piece of shit. (laughs) 90% society is... Yeah, no, I'm the one. But I mean, I still use Facebook, so I'm an idiot, right? Because that—that's a thing people do—is not use Facebook because it's uncool. Sure, it's the new MySpace. Like I use it, kind of. Not really. I guess I don't read it. I just kind of. Yeah. I like will be in an app, and then it'll <laughs> post to Facebook. Like I don't use Tumblr. Like I, I have it. I don't know why. Because it's like I barely have like time to read tweets, and those are really short. I don't care at all enough about these people to read like paragraphs of their thoughts are you Mm -hmm. kidding me so yeah it's just like hey here's a bunch of stuff here's it's like even vine i was looking at vine today it's like well i can see why this is easy to digest because it's like six second videos but they never end ever it's an infinite stream of videos i mean it's kind of uh instagram i mean vine yeah like six second videos just repeating over and over and over again yeah, yeah. It's kind of just like life, bro. A little, yeah. It's kind of weird little windows into exactly what someone else is doing, and I don't know if I need that much intimacy with like a lot of people. You know, it's just like I don't know. It's weirding me out. It's new media. It's, it's getting. It's a it, thing now. Yeah. Ugh. And may, maybe that's where I'm becoming an old man. Like you know, I can't get hip to the new thing. But sure. I don't know. Damn That's kids, get off my lawn, sort of thing. A little bit, yeah. You know, like get off my vine. I just want to post this. Get off my vine. Yeah, I haven't posted many after I uploaded it on 3G and then ruined my phone bill. So, yep. Yeah, I remember that. It's expensive. Don't watch vines on unless you're in the states because they have unlimited data and don't even recognize that that is a thing. They just take that for granted. I know that's why it's just like, well, why don't you just listen to stuff at work on your last FM on your phone? Yeah, like because that would literally cost me like three hundred dollars a day. Yeah, like <laughs> so... are you kidding? Like that is not a world we live in. It's like yeah, south of the border it is. It's like what are you doing? How are you doing that? Why aren't we doing that? I, what's going on? Exactly. Yeah. Like streaming stuff. Like, I want to do that, but I can't. So, yeah, I can't. I cannot do that. Why can you not? Because I don't have infinite dollars. And even if I did, I would Oh, you mean from your phone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant, like, just in general. No, I could. I just... (laughs) They would then try to make me pay for it. Sure. Unacceptable. Sure. It's like... If I did this near Wi-Fi, it would be free. Why is this? I don't understand. 
anyway, I guess, yeah, my Los Angeles experience kind of weaned me off of constant connectedness a bit. Because I'm you weren't connected in, unless you were at the hotel, right? Or any wireless hotspot. So you just kind of have to find Wi-Fi, which is fine, because, like, then it's, you know, it's like you're near a telephone. Like, it was the 1930s or something. And you're yeah. like, oh, well, they have a phone here, i.e. Wi-Fi, so I can now get messages, so that's fine. It's your lifeboat out into the world. Yeah, it's not like people need to be able to contact me every minute of every day. That's true. Like it's, it, you know, and now it's just made me think, like, why am I paying for a phone when I hate that it's a phone? You know, I it's my Twitter machine and Reddit device. You yeah. know, like, whenever someone phones me on it, I get pissed off. It's just like, oh, you're interrupting the thing. I was watching a trailer, and now I'm talking to someone on the phone. That's the worst. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. Why'd you phone me? Like, so I'm immediately irritated, no matter what it is. It's just like, yeah. Oh, thanks. Happy birthday. Uh, th- thanks, Uncle Henry. Sorry, Uncle Henry. That's <laughs> <laughs> a real so, thing that happens. Shout out to Uncle Henry, biggest listener. Yeah, no, Uncle Henry's great. I love that he phones every single year. That's not, that's like the exception to the rule. But yeah, phone calls in general freak me out. I don't, I, I don't enjoy them. So. Hashtag yeah. Uncle Henry anytime you talk to Krasnor on Twitter from now on. Yeah. He's great. I don't know. I'm glad he does that, but whatever. Anyways, this is the first time we've talked in about two and a half weeks, I guess. Yeah, it's been strange times. So how was how was the E3, the Electronic 3? You know, once I was there, I had a good time. But every okay. minute leading up to it, I just had all these anxieties about, like, what if, you know, I'm going to Los Angeles in the middle of the night, I'm going to a hostel for the first night like what if i just get stabbed like what if you know or more like once i can't pay for something like it's like like actually that was a bit of a concern because i got there and it was like oh we don't accept cash and i was just like oh shit because like not in a good state right now with these credit cards eh it's not (laughs) going good just gonna say that okay um so i was a little tense that it's not gonna go but it's like no it's fine it it was fine you cleared it it's like oh okay good (sighs) oh thought i'd literally have to sleep on the street in Los Angeles, but that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, and then just transiting everywhere and getting lost and angry people on the street happened like once or twice. People just seem to yell there more. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if that's true because when I walk the streets of Calgary, I'm comfortable enough that I'm always wearing headphones and listening to something. Yes. So down there, I'm like, well, I need to be aware of my surroundings because I don't know where I am and whatever. So I'm not, and then I'm just like hearing overhearing people freaking out periodically like just yelling like you know one too many people walked past that homeless guy without giving him change so now he's pissed yeah and it's just like hey hey (laughs) yeah just like people screaming just like i am gonna walk faster now like i don't want to do and then it's not like those people are walking away they're just like shut the fuck up (laughs) they get in his faces yeah Yeah, it's crazy people are about to get in arguments on the street and like or like i don't know why but some guy was really angry about the Fallout Boy line situation at a concert or something, and was like storming off. There was a there was a concert hall like right near the hotel, so there was like a big line for a concert that night, and some guy was just losing it and yelling at everybody, and I don't know why, but he's a dick. May, maybe maybe he's like scalper that scalper that got caught or something. I don't know. I have no idea what the situation. Was. Maybe he didn't maybe he just really wanted to see the show and he wasn't allowed in. Those angry Fallout Boy fans. Who who knows? 
But I, yeah. Um, confession time. What? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard anything by Fall Out Boy. Oh, I thought you were gonna be like confession time. I'm a huge Fall Out Boy fan. And no. Like, oh wow. Okay. I, yeah. No. I don't. I can't name a single Fall Out Boy song, but it might be a thing that I've inadvertently heard on the radio. But. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same situation. Every time they were mentioned for a long time, it was just like, is this like a Simpsons joke? Is that what it is? Is this like a reference? Is it? I don't know. I don't know because there's a character in the Simpsons, like Radioactive Man Sidekick, is named Fallout Fall Boy. Fallout Boy. Yeah. Did this punk band or whatever it is just kind of watch a lot of Simpsons as kids and just put that as their band name? Is that what happened? Uh, yes. Um, yes. So, confirmed. That that is okay. Confirmed. Follow Boy is in fact from the Simpsons. Simpsons joke. Yeah. No, no, they are from the Simpsons. Oh, okay. straight out of that universe. Straight out, tapped out from your cellular device. Oh, weird. So and why they did are, they? Get they're really now sick? playing the music. That doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't they just get Follow Boy? Maybe they weren't big enough yet. That was like six years ago. Look out, radioactive man. Exactly. That's it. Millhouse. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, you saw games. Yeah, so I actually got there. I didn't get stabbed, all that. Once I was there looking at video games, that was fine. Um, I guess the one thing I carried over from last year's experience was never wait in line for anything ever, because it's not going to be worth it. Sure. So I would just kind of like bounce around from like open station to open station, which resulted in me playing way more games, but probably didn't see a lot of the bigger stuff, because I was just like, no, nah, who cares? I don't want to wait an hour and a half to see Destiny. I don't care enough about Destiny in the first place, so maybe it's great. Whatever. So, walked on past. Um, as such, I spent a lot of time in the Sony booth, because they had Vitas everywhere, and those had weird indie games on them, which is kind of my jam. Oh, yeah. um, and IndieCade area. I spent a lot of time there, too. But I, I, I still played some of the bigger stuff here and there. Like Game three. Three big games, or three games I thought were cool? Uh... Both, I guess. Oh, uh, Super Mario 3D World was great. I thought that was awesome. Is it like 3D Land? It is like 3D Land. Okay, pass. Next. Big TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was this weird indie game I thought was cool by the guy who made Dangerous High School Girls called Seven Grand Steps. Okay. Um, that was like a weird board game like strategy thing. I actually talked to him a little bit um, and broached the topic of like, hey, maybe we'll talk to you sometime on the thing. So maybe we'll do that if that's cool. I, I know you're not familiar with the game, though, so I didn't want to, you know, promise that. But that is that feasible? That we could... Yeah? Indie? Indie Talks? That's a thing, right? Maybe? Wait, what? Yeah? Okay. Yeah. But, okay. And, so, I don't know why. I just tuned out for half a second. So, I heard you talking about uh, that seven steps or whatever and blah, blah, blah. Step, and I basically asked if... Like he'd be cool with doing a podcast sometime, and he said yes. So there yeah. you go. Okay, because be- I didn't catch that part. All I caught was right after that indie talks. I was just oh, like, okay. oh, that's a thing. That's when I got kind of apprehensive about talking about it because I'm basically promising podcast stuff on the show, which isn't always a good idea because it might not happen. But whatever. Or it might um, happen better than we yeah. could have ever imagined. Yeah, that could be the case too. So seven grand steps, and I'm trying to think of. Like, those were kind of the two I was really excited about. Oh, I guess now I can talk about uh, Hotline Miami 2. I saw that. Yeah. Um, Which is a lot like that other game, but that's fine, I guess. They're only doing one, apparently, one sequel. So that's probably about right. So you better um, like it. And yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say about that. I kind of 
There's a weird monologue. With it. I felt okay about it. It's it's got music. It's got violence. It's got all that stuff. Um, they're trying to do more with the storytelling this time around, I guess. But I'm not sure what that'll actually look like. Okay. Um, what I saw was kind of reminding me of the Human Centipede movies, which is not, you know, not your jam. Not exactly, but sure. basically how the sequel is about is is super meta, and fans of the first thing are now doing the thing. That is kind of one of the core conceits of this game. Is Hotline Miami fans are now murdering people. So, I don't. I don't like that. Really. Yeah, I don't know. It's. I don't like that concept. I guess stuff does that right now, and it, it's starting to annoy me. Sure. Yeah, like it's like look at how self-aware and we all look at that. It's like I, I know it takes the deftest touch ever to do that right, and I don't know. This could go wrong. I get nervous. I guess every time I see it. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think about general E3 experiences. Play a lot of video games. Um, a lot, a lot of, a lot of video games. And a lot of older, like older system ones too. So like, as I am right now, I'm not that hyped about the new consoles because it's just kind of like, are like why are these? They're kind of like shitty DRM PCs. Except they're not DRM anymore because yeah, which is great. Like I, you saw. Well, they're the DM DRM to the point where it's just like this is a console, like, like you, can't do an, you can't do anything with it. Right, or, you, you can't, can't do everything rather other than play video games on it. Like this is a one-use device, except we're trying to make it a multi-use device because TV and Netflix and all that stuff. But I don't know. Like trying to basically convince people that it is more important than a PC for some reason, and I don't know why. Maybe it's like. Low barrier for entry, maybe, is the appeal. Because it's not like you need to invest in any parts for it or anything. It's just, this thing works, plug it in, it's fine. But, yeah. Anyway, the weird change in stance on that stuff was kind of crazy. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You you following the news on that, Xbox One? No, I don't give a shit. Oh, you don't? Okay. I I was sort of at that press conference, but... I wasn't allowed in because it was full, so I was in the media room, like the overflow room. Just like watching it on a screen? Watching it on a screen with other people, like, close to the real event, which is a weird kind of limbo thing where you're just like, I almost made it, but not quite. Sure. Um, but then I went to the EA conference, which was kind of neat to just be there. Oh, you finally, you actually did go in after the, like, billions of emails? Yes. After all the emails, I did RSVP, and they did give me a code, and it did work and all that stuff. So Perfect. I was there. Um, I guess the only real insight I thought was funny was seeing behind the scenes of like the broadcast nature of it. Like Peter Moore coming out before the show and being like, hey, remember, you're on TV, so be excited, be happy and stuff. And then two minutes later coming out again with music, and now it's an event, which is just weird. Like yeah. TV magic kind of stuff. Um, and then, I don't know, like, I kind of sat there watching all the new stuff, and it's, it's it's fine, I guess. I'm just, I'm not in that state anymore where that is the thing that gets me excited about games. So it's just like, Mirror's Edge 2. Oh, okay. Battlefront. Is okay. it weird that I don't give a shit about Mirror's Edge 2 because every gamer in the world seems to be excited? No, that's totally fine. Okay. I mean, like, did you you just didn't like that first one very much? No, I mean, it didn't have anything worth talking about at all besides the look, which got stale by the end, so whatever. 
I mean, I I like the idea of immersive platforming, like running to. Techno. I hate it. There's nothing worse in video games than third person platforming. It's the shittiest thing. It always Perfect. has been. Yeah, I think it's more just like they kind of came close or whatever, and to also doing it properly. Yeah, like. Yeah. I liked a lot of things about Mirror's Edge. That said, I paid $1 for that game. So I can wait, you know? Sure. Yeah. I, I am not a day one purchaser of Mirror's Edge 2. I don't care what the reviews say. Like, it is not a thing I'm like, this is an important thing that needs to happen. It's more just like, yeah, I'll wait for the Steam sale. Whatever. Like, doesn't matter. So I think I'm I'm just that way in general with all big titles. Like, it's like, yeah, I can wait. I'll wait you know for what? The Steam I like I was gonna bring this up maybe at another point. Yeah. I kinda don't care about video games. That's fair. I mean, you were saying you were looking into Dota two stuff, right? So that's sort of like kind of it, I mean, we can talk a little bit more about Dota if you have questions and we can get into that like okay. later. But yeah. uh with Dota it's more of a almost like a competitive like arena sort of yeah. thing. Where you're it's just kind of, like of you're getting into sports, like you're honing a skill, yeah, and like learning how to read other people and just shit like that. Like I just kind of don't want to sit down and play a twenty to sixty hour game anymore because why? None of like, it does anything camera. really that new. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think through. Like I mean, this past week I did play Alan Wake: American Nightmare. Okay, yeah. And I I did get into that. I, I did like it. But it was more just like... I think it was literally just that escape mechanism thing. Like, I played a bunch of video games this week. And it was just like... I'm kind of stressed out. I have some time to just sit around. I'm just going to do something somewhere. And this week it is fighting aliens in XCOM. Jumping around in Popo and Yo. And then shooting weird shadow men in Alan Wake. And it was just like, yeah, there you go. I did that. So, I don't know. Like, the actual narrative content of all of them is kind of not that amazing. I mean, Puppo and Yo at least tries to do something with its story, but it it honestly is kind of like walking around through, like, an art gallery full of sculptures or something as opposed to, like, any kind of story. If Which is fine. Of, yeah, which is its own kind of neat thing but it's like i guess my thing is if we're gonna go kind of on your wavelength right now yeah yeah. is that very few video games if any that i've played recently Mm -hmm. really like grasp the idea that they're an interactive thing and they just want to kind of make me play parts of a movie that wouldn't be fun to play yeah the kind of movie comparison really makes a lot of games look like a weird attempt at doing something that they're not supposed to do. Like, playing Alan Wake, like, there's a lot of parts in that game, specifically the first one. Like, the this, the expansion thing, American Nightmare seems to get away from some of the stuff, but I was just playing the first one, and there's, like, a point where it's just like, hey, go turn on the coffee, and you're like, okay, and you're supposed to be kind of engaged in this story and you're controlling one of the guys but then he just goes up and presses the button like there's no nuance to it it's not like what it was just prepared like the filter was in there and all the coffee and the hot water like it was just waiting to go like it's just like little things like that make it all fall apart for me in ways that see i'm not even that picky like i could i could see with video games that being an annoyance and like if i was that picky most video games would just be like this is ridiculous yeah but I'm not even that picky. I just kind of want to feel like I got value for my time. I haven't felt that in a while. 
So yeah, I, I mean have, that being said, I have yet to play Last of Us. I just haven't had time to. So maybe that? maybe that turns it all around because everybody loves it. So yeah, who knows? I'm so freaking out about that game, and it's just like, I mean, my apprehensions beforehand are just like it's got zombies in it. That's kind of lame. But, you know, Jim Sterling's whole review is kind of trying to justify that and be like, you could, in theory, tell a good zombie story, and this is an example of that. And you're just like, okay, sure, I'll try it. But you know what doesn't tell a good zombie story? What? The rest of Walking Dead Season 3. Really? Which I finally watched. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we kind of stopped at the hiatus and haven't returned to watching it. It doesn't work out. You like the governor? Not really. Okay, don't bother watching the rest of it then. Oh, it's like, hey, Governor time. It's the Governor show featuring. Yeah, now it's like, hey, the Governor and Rick, like yeah. these two groups. Yeah. It's just gonna go back and forth, building tension, and then one thing's gonna happen, and then the end of the season. That sounds like about what it would do. Yeah. And the thing that happens isn't worth it at all. No. Okay. Because. I mean, neither one of those characters dies or has any life-changing moment, really, so... Yeah, I miss Shane, I guess. Do you? I didn't like him either, but... Okay, I just like the dynamic that character brought to the show, basically because I was on his side. It was just like, yeah, yeah, man, all the rules are done, just do that. And now that Rick's kind of in the same position, it's just like, you're just not as good at doing it. You you needed more time to get to that point. It's kind of lame. Well, I mean, in this half, Rick's just crazy now because of all the shit yeah, that's happened. Yeah. So it's, it's just like, like, hey, you know that guy? He's just insane, yeah. kind of. Okay. So, okay. Whereas, yeah, just hit, hit the violent stuff. Like, it's, I've been kind of weirded out. I think we've had this conversation before about just the level of violence on TV versus, like, other stuff that's allowed. But I've been watching a lot of Hannibal. Okay. And that show is the weirdest example of, like, you can go as far as you want with violence. That is totally cool. You can have just eviscerated corpses and just weird, morbid imagery, and it's totally fine. So long as there's 0% sex anything and, like, no cursing. Which almost makes it weirder because it's like no one in this world is behaving appropriately to how gnarly this one thing is. You know? Like, it's just like... It's weird. It's kind of a, still an interesting show that I'm kind of liking, but it's it's still just, like, this weird thing that just stands out as being a, like... If this was a movie, it would have so much more other stuff going on. But because it's, like, this needs to play on TV at, like, 10 o'clock, it needs to kind of neuter some stuff. And I, I don't know. It's just a weird double standard thing. But... I don't know. That character's great. Mad Mad Mickelson, Mads Mickelson's doing a great job and stuff, so I'm still into it, but mm-hmm. weirdly conflicted about what that show's all about because it's just, like, the most morbid stuff. Like, just killer of the week type stuff, but, like, the most bizarre serial killings, and I don't know. It's it's weird. So, yeah, that's been my TV jam lately, so I yeah. don't know if it'd be something you'd be into, but yeah. you like those movies? You like Silence of the Lambs and all that? Sure. Okay. It's, yeah. it's that. It's it's long form that kind of stuff. I don't know how into long form I'm into. Okay. So. Because I, I don't know. Of... I just haven't had time to do shit. Like. Yeah. I come home. I play some stuff of Dota two. Yeah. And like 
probably about three rounds, and then I go to bed. I've heard that's like a weird time suck because yeah, it takes forty five minutes a round, right? Something like that. Typically, the it depends. Game. If you're doing oh. good, it can take twenty. Like oh, okay, quick or fast, but uh. Right, right. I mean, anybody that played StarCraft and stuff back in the day, like, 40 minutes is fucking nothing for a match. Right. So, okay. Yeah. That is... I thought they were actually kind of longer than the average StarCraft match. StarCraft or... matches used to go pretty long because people would have, like, no rush rules. Oh, so okay. See, so I guess that's like, kind of depending on your server and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, because, I mean, what people would do is just pick Zerg like get a bunch of zerglings before yeah. you can get marines and just kill everything. <laughs> so Yeah, I've I've had that happen to me, but okay. I I don't know. Just the competitive multiplayer thing is not a thing I've ever really Well, that's not true. Since Counter-Strike, I've never gotten back to it, and then even with the new Counter-Strike, I was just like, "Oh, yeah, okay, I remember what this was all about," and then just stopped doing it. See, like that's kind of my thinking a little bit too. Mm-hmm. But there's something different about StarCraft and Dota and those games because the Twitch shooters thing almost feels like uh, you're playing paintball with a bunch of people or something. Yeah. It's fun and then you can put it down and it's whatever. Right, right. These games are literally like you're trying to a skill. Yeah, yeah. No, I've heard, like, I mean, I've listened to a couple of the Dota Today, like, Idle Thumb spinoff podcast about it. And, like, it's, like, sort of follow like i can kind of follow the conversation for a lot of it and then they'll just get into this jargon and it's just like i have no idea what anyone is saying or like what the context is like it's just like i, I i'm trying to even think what it was like it, it's like basically filed in my brain as like nonsense information so it just like do you remember anything that was said like i'm trying to think like dude started the match with something that gave him a crazy advantage and i don't know like do you know what that would be some sort of div- like weapon or I don't know like the different classes they were talking about all sorts of different characters and stuff and yeah the different unique abilities they all have like some guy could teleport or something yeah like that. okay yeah, yeah. so but it's it, is Diablo is basically just multiplayer Diablo rumbles what is happening no it's uh I mean it's a MOBA it's it's real it really is its own type of game it's a multiplayer online battle arena sort of thing. Right. And, um... So you got your little RPG man. Okay, so you have two sides. You each have a base. Yeah. And your objective and their objective, you're trying to destroy each other's base. And constantly, every couple seconds, you have waves of what they call creeps, which are just non-playable characters that go down lanes and they do, like damage or whatever they can die easily they give experience they give gold and that whole sort of thing right and, uh, so you're farming those it's like uh peons or um scvs or whatever like just worker guys they're basic right and but it, you're each team is trying to destroy those to get experience and level up their dudes right so like it's really a game of just edging the other people out enough that at the end of the game you're able to just steamroll them okay if you die, their whole team, include specifically the person that kills you, get gets a huge uh, gold boost, and they get a bunch of experience. Mm-hmm. And every experience level gives you... Uh, you can choose if you want to put into your stats, into your different abilities and stuff. And basically, depending how you build your character, 
It can yeah. completely change the game or whatever. And it's very like team centric, right? Like you got to have good communication with your team to. It's really one of the things that like, well. if everyone's doing well and one person keeps feeding the other team, you you can lose. Right. So like that's why there's that certain level of tension around new players because just like you are literally fucking this up for everybody. Yeah. And it's, I know it's not your fault because you don't know, but I'm just upset right now because I'm wasting 45 minutes of my time. Right. Because it's like you know that guy that died or that that you fed in that other lane well because of that this guy in my lane just got enough to buy boots which makes him faster which means i can't outrun him and he can now kill me easier and just shit right. like that. yeah so you've like totally imbalanced everything yeah like yeah i've just the one thing like constant story about all of these games is just like the community for them is weirdly hostile towards newcomers and that led sure. me to be kind of like panicky when i i i did install it i started it up and I thought I was playing the tutorial, but even if I was, it looked like a game. So I was freaking out because I was like, oh shit, I'm probably embarrassing everybody. I should just get out of here. And then I quit. And I think quitting is bad too, right? Because that punishes the team in its own way, right? Quitting, I mean, it's giving the other person a full player advantage. Like, right. there's, so three, like there's three lanes. Usually like the way you do it is... Uh, on the two outside lanes, you have a support and a carry, they call it. A carry is a hero that is kind of weak and shitty at first, but as they get items and experience points, they can kind of steamroll everybody. Okay. So they need time to build that up. Yeah. And the supports just kind of can, like, nuke people down really quickly, but they're squishy. They die quick mm-hmm. sort of thing. Like, they do a lot of damage, and they can, like, stun and do heals or, like, regain your mana and shit like that, but they're not very good offensively. So okay. you'll have those guys on the outside lane, and then in the middle, you'll usually have what they call a hard carry, because yeah. um, since he's alone in the middle, he gets all the experience from all the creeps that he's killing and stuff like that, because the creeps' experience and whatnot gets split up between um, whoever's like around. Okay. Yeah, so it's just one of these things that like you have a certain setup... And if all of a sudden you're down, like one of your players like rage quits and he was a support, your early game is now weaker on the top or bottom lane or wherever he was. Or if he was a carry, your late game is now substantially weaker because you don't have as much firepower as the other team, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So that's its own horrible mistake that you shouldn't do. Exactly. I don't know. It's just... Like, is the skill being able to kind of read the game and then make plays, essentially? Like, do strategic things that would be crazy? Like, just like, oh man, they all went this way, and then this guy deked over here and drew our attention, and then they went in and destroyed it all, or something. Like, is there that kind of weird sports-like running plays thing happening? Okay. The skill in that game is everybody doing exactly what they can to help either keep well not either the everyone has to do their part to keep the other team down yeah while your team gets stronger okay so that means that like you can kill your own creeps and stuff so the other person doesn't get a killing blow which gives them gold mm-hmm. and uh it gives them i think like an eighth of the experience they would get normally so like you're expected to kill your own creeps when they're close to dying and then killing getting the last hits for your own gold and Stuff like that. So the skill really for the team is that just everybody knows what they're doing and does it. Mm-hmm. And then after that, 
it's just doing plays where it's like, okay, I'm coming to gank or whatever. And then like you would say like, go on this guy. And then at that point, whoever has a stun or a root or whatever would hold him in place. The other guy would come in and you would just decimate him sort of thing. Uh. It's just about reading the situation, seeing who's a little bit out of position and then just like trying to take advantage of those little plays sort of thing. And, and then later. the more experience you have with it, the better you'll be. And, right. Yeah. Like last hit is kind of hard. Been, have you been doing? Like, is the matchmaking pretty good? Or uh, we've been doing bots. Tip. Oh, okay. Guess, because last hitting is pretty crucial. As in, like, if you don't deny properly and get most of your last hits on your lane, you've lost the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I've been so you're still we, acquiring the necessary skills to get in there. Yeah, we've been playing against the not the hardest, but the second hardest bots level. And okay. for the most part, winning. Okay. So does the layout of these bot matches still like have a chat box and all that weird stuff? It has everything the same. The only difference is that the opposing team is AI. Okay, because yeah, like when I loaded it up, it was like, you know, I couldn't distinguish it from like this is not real. This is a tutorial. So I was like, oh no, I'm probably making people angry. Ah, escape, 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 escape. So. I probably quit a bot match for no good reason. Sure, yeah. And then and then ran away forever because it was just like I don't know what this is. This is scary and weird. So if that's yeah, I know you ever want to try, like we could do it without other people, just mm-hmm. to give it you a taste of it. But okay, did you play like uh, League of Legends or anything? Or yeah. Okay, what makes this more interesting? It's harder. Okay, so this is less friendly, but more rewarding. I'm guessing as a result. I guess. Okay. I don't know. People it's, seem to talk about who is is doing it differently in some way. It's just like okay, I, I'll take your word for it. I don't know. But okay, it's the new hotness in multiplayer, and I don't pretend to understand. It's not really even new. Well, yeah, it's We're, been going on since that mod and all that. But I've just been in the position that you've been in, right? And it's just like I don't really want to get into this because. I don't know how I could even start and stuff, and then just one day I'm like, nah, fuck this, and I jumped right. in. Well, it's kind of neat that, like, it's relatively new, because it is a new genre, in a way, right? In, like, like, the overview of gaming in general, yes. Yeah, like, it's like, well, you know, we're playing the new first-person shooter, but it's like, well, yeah, but first-person shooters have existed for 20 years, so everyone can sort of understand a competitive first-person shooter if they played one of those, where this is like, oh, it's not quite, like... You know, like I was trying to compare it to Diablo, but that's not how the gameplay works, right? Which no, is... because Dota 2 is based on Dota, which was Dawn of the Ancients, a mod for uh, Warcraft, Warcraft 3. 3, which had hero units, right. which was kind of the core thing, right? So you'd be killing dudes and leveling up your hero, but they kind of made that its own. Exactly, and a lot of those heroes make kind of a return. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. I like that Valve is really aware that it's like yeah i mean we know we stole the name so we're gonna make similar heroes okay (laughs) yeah like we're not pretending this is our thing we know that this was a thing and we're happy to be able to provide this for you guys now i mean i've been hearing anecdotes about like you know blizzard and valve just kind of angrily staring at each other because they're big juggernauts and one kind of stole a thing from the other I was, like, I'm going to go ahead and side on Valve's side, though. Right. Because I, it was uh, 
it was a mod that fans created with uh, Blizzard's hard like software. They didn't. Yeah. Blizzard didn't do it. So. Yeah, I know. Like, I've also heard the like I guess observation that Blizzard really fucked up in not recognizing what Dota was. You Absolutely. know, like just like, oh, this thing sprang up from your game. Yeah, whatever, that's fine. It's like, no, this is going to be bigger than World of Warcraft. You don't understand. And it's just like, nah, whatever. Their defense, though, they have had years of games that have had great community followings with people that make their own little meta mini games and stuff. And like weird, like StarCraft had like the tower defense maps and stuff before tower defense was really a huge thing. Right, right. Like, so like the fact, I'm sure they just looked over it as like, yeah, we're pretty happy this happened here, but I mean, like, yeah, so, that's so this back in. But 95. they like treated it as like a novelty thing, right? Not really a serious thing that was going on. Right. Yeah, I mean, I first heard about Dota when I was like probably in my second or third year of university and joined a gaming club, and that's pretty much all anyone did. And I was just like, "Hey, you guys, want to play some Mario Mario Kart?" Nah, they're all playing Dota. Okay, yeah. I'm never gonna come to this again and then left. I first so. heard of Dota when I was in um one of my first uh end game raiding guilds in uh World of Warcraft and we would just be in guild chat in Mumble or TeamSpeak or uh back then it was Ventrilo I guess. Yeah, and, yeah. Um there would be a channel for Dota and like after a raid people would be like you want to do some Dota and then like 10 people would just jump off and go into that channel and do their thing. Okay, and you're just like I don't know what that is. I'll just... Well, at that time, I was like, I've been online for eight hours straight. I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah, probably a good way to go. Yeah, so but... I was... Yeah, I didn't look too closely into it. And then it literally just kind of springed out, out of nowhere. It yeah. was. It just got huge. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's cool. It's a very, very cool game. I I got sucked into watching videos on it. Yeah, okay. Which like, is kind so of awesome. Competitive matches that are of some No, way. not even. It's a, oh, okay. a guy named Purge. Uh his site and handle and stuff is Purge Gamers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um he basically like the videos I watch is he plays matches as the different characters and he's okay. describing in depth why he's doing stuff and what it he hopes to do with it and like he'll be like, I think we could have had that if I had done this. And like, oh, okay, so it's like got... strategic tips. It's the same reason why I like those speedruns. Okay. Yeah. Like it's breaking down the game in a way that makes it shine in a whole new way. Which is so good for a new player because there's, yeah. like I said, 101 characters. Good grief. I've, I've played probably 10 total. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Have um, you spent I money say, on it already? Or? I would say I know well three. Okay. Have you, have you bought into the economy of it a bit or... Uh, not yet, and the reason for that is because when you do actual matches, you can get that stuff for free. It's like oh, okay. drops, like loot drops. Right. Yeah. So the, yeah. So you don't necessarily need to do that. You don't necessarily need to. As soon as I start getting chests that you open with keys and they sell the keys, mm-hmm. I might because the keys are like two bucks. Okay. I have like ten chests, like twenty bucks, whatever. Mm-hmm. What's twenty bucks for a game that I've spent like two hundred hours into? Already? Not no, not r- right now. I'm, but at that I, point, by the time I have like ten chests, it will probably be about that. Okay, gotcha. I guess um. That's the free to play model. I guess if you're curious, 
30 hours. Okay. That's a good value, I suppose. So, not too bad, especially since it was free. Mm-hmm. It is free, I guess. Still? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's still technically the weird beta thing that's easy to get into. But, yeah. Yeah. If you have Steam and you've had it for a little while, you'll probably have access to it. It is one of those things that I would recommend getting a group of people you know or, like, are friendly with or friends with or whatever to do it, though. Okay. Just just jumping in, it still does have that ceiling of, like, if I fuck up, I will be accosted by both sides. Okay. (laughs) So it's like... I guess... Yeah. It just sounds like we're going, like, weirdly different directions entirely with video game appreciation, because, like... That is a thing I don't see myself ever doing, like just gaming for the sake of doing, like learning the activity or getting better or competing. Like it's just like, no, I just kind of want to play a thing and then finish the thing and then I'm done with it. You know, like yeah, the see, single player game is still my favorite form. See where I'm as like, I'd rather just watch a movie and then be done with it. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to shoot 20 guys coming at me through a hallway because I have to because it happens for a game. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. And I mean, Alan Wake is a weird example of like, the protagonist and a lot of the dilemmas and stuff don't fit a shooter, but then it's still an action game because I don't know. That's a thing that they know how to do. Yeah. So it's like, why is this like, like, why is there a cutscene where an author is talking about his creative struggles but he's also holding a shotgun? Like, it's just weird. Like, it clashes with itself really clearly. But I don't know. Well, I mean, we were talking about Bioshock Infinite when that came out a little bit ago. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the best parts of that game, I said back then, and I still hold to it, are every part I didn't have to play. Mm-hmm. So. Where you're just kind of walking through this weird environment? Or... Yeah, like, I guess I don't consider just walking around and looking around playing. When I say play a shooter, I mean, like, where you have to... Do engage with the gameplay systems of shooting and reloading and yeah. managing your powers and all that junk. Yeah, that's not the interesting thing. So I don't know. Video games—they're still, you know, going strong. I guess. Like, I mean, I I did enjoy E3, but it was still that kind of—I don't know. Like, it's not like there's not much to learn there other than sampling new wares that don't exist yet for the pop like for the public or whatever like i mean playing with the oculus rift was kind of interesting as like a window into what the you know gaming could look like in a while just like dude so sorry for oh about joking around about the thing like i wasn't talking to developers of it oh so you were just talking talking to to, like the booth base or whoever they had no no this is at the indicade so it was just some uh who made weird experimental things or whatever i yeah i mean I guess apologies for being flip about that, but it was just, I don't think we were trying to be mean. It was just like... No, I wasn't trying to be mean. I was actually literally asking, like, if you talked to the guy and said, I'm sorry for what happened. Oh, for what happened, not about... Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I just thought we were a bit, like, too levity about that topic, but what's the point of getting to... Like, you know, hey, James James Gandolfini died. Okay. He did. That's that's not great. He was in that show that was really big that I never watched. Me too. I watched like three episodes and said, wow, this is a big commitment to a thing that I think I already understand. He was the sleazy guy in 8mm. Never forget. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Never forget. Pour one out. Yeah, pour one out for James Gandolfini. 
But at the same time, like, it's just, like, the entire internet is mourning this already. Like, I don't have much to contribute, so I'm just going to acknowledge it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Let's talk about the internet right now. Okay. What the fuck I, is I going have on with Mike Rahulik, a.k.a. Gabe, from Penny Arcade, and why are people pissed? I don't actually know. Okay. Um, all right. I'll try to sum up what I know of the story. Uh, I know that it all kind of started a few weeks ago. The the recent chapter, I guess this this is kind of the latest entry in that dude says or does something controversial. You know, Dick Wolves. Do you remember that controversy? No. Okay, there was a Penny Arcade. There was a Penny Arcade comic that kind of made a weird, like a joke about rape that didn't go over well with some people. So they kind of apologized for it. PewDiePie jokes about rape, and he has like almost 10 million subscribers. I know. Oh, I know. So, like, I so, don't know. Yeah, that, that was part of, That was part of, like, just people not being impressed with that dude's personal, like, sense of humor or whatever. Um, the most recent stuff has been all kind of transgender focused, and he's basically been accused of being transphobic for basically just tweeting, like, asserting, like, it's just like, wait, I, don't women have vaginas and men have penises? I thought that's the thing. And then not handling any uh, like observations to the contrary very well like just kind of being snarky because it's twitter you know so well he's just a snarky dude yeah so always has been his kind of snarky blunt replies made that like fueled that fire and then recently the thing that kind of brought that up again i don't remember what the conversation was really in light of last time around but it was it was somehow on the topic of transgender stuff. The recent one, there was a panel um, scheduled for PAX Australia that for a while had in the description like it was basically like the top the title of the panel was "Why So Serious," and it's basically like why are people picking apart video games to death? Why can't we just have fun and play video games? Um, seemed to be kind of the core message of it, and they had a sentence in there that was. Um, why can't you have, you know, sexy ladies in a game without it being accused of being misogynistic? Why can't you have an Anglo-Saxon protagonist without being accused of being racist? Like, that kind of examples was what they were saying. And then that got edited to not be as direct, I guess. And people were like, what is this? This is like a misogynist panel. Why would you allow this to happen? And he's just like, I don't know, like that that panel's gonna happen. Like I'm not gonna stop it from happening. People are allowed to have opinions and express it in a panel at our show. And people got angry and brought up the transphobia thing again. And then he basically again replied very badly. Okay. Like I'm kind of comparing it to like the way Lars von Trier was accused of being like a Nazi lover and all that stuff because of some kind of bad joking he did at Cannes Film Festival. I remember that. That yeah. That was like, really like, stupid though. Like Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, this is similarly kind of like, dude doesn't really, like, hasn't taken a bunch of gender studies courses in the last couple years, doesn't know the current language for this stuff, and is just kind of bluntly saying things and making observations, and people are getting pissed. And the level of anger that's being leveled at him, I just feel is really weird. And I don't know why that's happening. Like, it's just like, dude's ignorant. Okay, like, I everyone is about something why why is this such a sensitive topic right now yeah like it's it's been kind of strange to see and like the most recent development that 
kind of impacted me is uh, Steve Gaynor's game, Gone Home, is one I've been looking forward to for a while. For sure, yeah. Uh, and it, it was accepted for the Indie Mega Booth at PAX uh, Prime this year, and they officially pulled out and cited all of this stuff as kind of the reason why. Steve like, Gaynor's like, kind of a pussy then. Can I say a few things? Okay, sure, yeah. Okay, so, first of all, let's, I mean, let's be on the same page for here for a second, okay? Okay, okay. 80% of the internet is fucking retarded. I don't, I don't know what the number is, but w- what do you mean by that, though? Like, ignorant, like, angry, or volatile? Like When people start talking about stuff and, like, word things a certain way, people yeah. will automatically just jump on board because they're afraid of being prosecuted by the masses. Okay, like, it's a world of extremes, is the internet, it seems. Like, you need to have a hard stance on everything, is kind of how I look at it. Like, sure. It's just, oh, he said what? That means he is a super misogynistic asshole. And you're just like, okay, he could also just be, like, a dude who kind of just didn't know, you know, didn't know what to say, and then got angry, and people started threatening him. Because, like, there were literally, like, I, I hate people like you so much and like death threats and stuff like just angry angry stuff being fired at him and it's just like i don't know like i don't think that's that doesn't make you look good either you know like even if what he said was hateful in some way that's the worst way to reply so okay whatever i'll i'll stand by your premise some large percentage of the internet is really really ridiculous and stupid okay so 90 percent of the internet is kind of stupid Okay, sure. <laughs> that, that number jumped ten percent, but okay. <laughs> Whatever. Let's say yeah. sixty to eighty percent of the internet, plus or minus five percent. Mm-hmm. That seems like a good round area. Okay. I think, like, I'm gonna. Sorry, I just want to say that it's that's almost like a rotating number, though. Like, I'm in that group sometimes. Like, you tweet me at the wrong time and it's late at night or something. I am that percent. That's why I said sixty to eighty plus or minus okay. five. Okay, so it's like a variable percent that includes everybody at some point. Right. So sixty to eighty percent plus or minus five percent, depending yeah. on what the topic is and the time. I don't even know if like at that point, I don't know if it's like ninety percent of the internet is stupid. It's more like ninety percent of the communications that take place on the internet are terrible. Are terrible. Like, sure. Like even if the person doing it is not like on a day by day basis that terrible, they will screw up. Let's sum up all of our ideas on equality, gender politics, and 140 characters. Yeah, like that is a bizarre prospect. How do you do that without pissing off like a good chunk of people? So, okay. Okay, next point. Next point. Sorry, that took so long. I just wanted to clarify. What got Mike and Jerry so popular with gamers Mm -hmm. is because this is the type of shit they say and have said for years based yeah. on just random stuff and video games. Mm-hmm. So you think at some point EA is just like, Mike's a dick, because he made a comic that basically said, so EA's coming out with this, I'm going to go fucking kill myself because fuck them sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just one of these weird things that's like, well, I mean, he's always been like this. It's just now he pissed off a bigger group of people rather than a like developer... That has 200 employees. Mm-hmm. He now pissed off like 200,000 people worldwide or whatever. Like, it's the same thing, just on a bigger scale. So, whatever. That's not a huge deal. I know he doesn't give a shit because dude's still making bank. I don't know. Right. If, I don't know if you know, but that packs. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is actually another reason the 
the Gone Home people announced that is because of the Kickstarter stuff like the amount of money they're pulling in on top of the booth costs and all that stuff. Like they're just kind of like, I don't think we need to give money to this guy, which I get that still. Like that's the thing. Like I know I'm kind of fixating on that, but it's just like, I really wanted to see that video game is the thing. Like for me, that's all I care about. And I am going to that event. So I'm annoyed that this is the thing that like, I cannot do that because of this, but like, I guess I can you know you got principles and whatever and people are uncomfortable but like is are you doing packs for mike and jerry or for the fans well that's the other point i was gonna bring up because i did hear people saying like boycott packs and blah 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 yeah i don't know if you know but every time i've gone to packs not once did i go to say hi to jerry and hang out with him oh yeah i was bringing up this point earlier like i go to zero percent mike and jerry centric events there because i don't care about that webcomic that much it's like oh, it's you want to go to the panel as like i'm gonna go to pax to see these guys good fucking luck i go because yeah. there's a bunch of like-minded people there and some cool games to see that's yeah it. and i mean to that point i guess that people have been like well why can't someone else make an event that isn't run by people we don't like that it does the same thing it's like good do that there's like, always people that people won't like. Yeah, I so. mean, I, you know, and it, it, maybe that person would become a jerk at some point because of all that sweet, sweet convention money. It would corrupt them. I don't know. They get too powerful. Absolute power corrupt, corrupts absolutely. That's a thing someone said once, right? Um, I'm going to say Churchill. Churchill. Sure, we'll go with that. I don't think it actually was, but Churchill Chains. said some pretty good shit. Mussolini, actually twist that's who it was hitler yeah hitler said it so we're now quoting hitler i didn't want to break that paul at pixel-response.com come at me bitches but yeah yeah, yeah. so that's the big deal i guess going on with that i honestly didn't know anything about it it sounds a lot less severe than what people are making it but i mean internet so whatever i mean yeah like it's it's really just part of it is just expressing that physiological observation of just like isn't don't genitals still mean anything was kind of the the way i was reading that and it's just like well let me tell you something they sure do to me you know what i mean yeah so i don't know what i I mean (laughs) yeah i don't i don't really yeah whatever it doesn't matter like it's it's just would you sleep with a very attractive girl if you found out that she was transgender sure i guess like i don't yeah i don't know like why would that come up in conversation really though if i'm already past the point like where i know them really well i don't know i don't know if you... think just on looks like you're just saying like this yeah, is just on looks and, like i don't know you're, I'm you're not... at a bar and you're mm-hmm. just like damn <laughs> i can't even take myself seriously doing that right but you're just okay. like oh shit i gotta go talk to this one so you go buy this one Right. Misogyny, Paul at pixel-response.com. So you go over, you buy her, he, it, whatever, a drink. And See, get... like, right there, you've just incendiary, like, way worse than anything Gabe said, probably. <laughs> like, so, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's probably, a, like, part of it is just, if you have a big enough audience, like, that'll cause outcry. So okay. we don't have 100,000 people. No, so. but we're also not finished this question. So you buy a drink. Okay, okay. All right. You get to talking, and it's just like, this is going really well. And then mm-hmm. she, as like what you're thinking, is just like, come on over to my place after this. You're just like, yeah. 
So okay. You over and then start like things start getting good, getting heavy, and then so much of this is deviating from like my normal. <laughs> way of doing anything so i don't know at this point this is like a fantastical scenario and then then she's like oh i gotta tell you something i used to be a dude about 10 years ago it was a phase of my life Uh (laughs) it's gone now right like things are still kind of the same there might be like a little skin flap or something left but like things are working fine it'll be good or whatever like i you know what proceed Yes, and sure. I'm why not? Like, right? like I thought where this scenario was going, like surprise penis, and then it's like okay, that's a different question. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's just like no, no this... that's asking you if you're kind of gay, right? Okay, like because that's that has nothing to do with like what I'm talking about, where we're talking about transgendered people as kind of just like mm-hmm. an equality sort of thing. Like that's literally just asking you. So would you fuck a guy or a girl with a penis? <laughs> like. <laughs> Do you enjoy male anatomy? <laughs> like that's that's not the question I was going for. So, so your scenario, yeah, okay. I mean, with all that lead up having already happened and me being in that position that late in the game, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, at that point, you're kind of like retarded not to, right? You're part of the sixty to eighty plus or minus five percent, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, you're just saying because of blood flow and everything. Or what were you saying? This, this no, I mean, at that point, like, if you're that far, you're kind of stupid if you don't just go for it, right? Yes. You're already in, so whatever. Okay. Yeah. Based on this weird scenario, yes, there we go. We solved all sorts of problems right here on the podcast, pretty sure. So, you're welcome, Internet. We diagnosed. We found it. We found the cure. Yeah, we cured transphobia. <laughs> we cured tra- yeah i was going more broad and say we cured hatred oh wow but yes we <laughs> cured hatred but i mean we've done that with our goodwill and i mean boyish charms right yeah so it's just a thing we do every day that's fine i think requisite canadian apologies on everything like write write us what's the email address if you have any serious opinions about this we can address them serious opinions maybe nathan at pixel-response.com oh okay <laughs> like you... yeah i don't i don't want to like paint paint this as like too simplistic an issue i think that's my thing is just like this is a more complicated issue than either party is painting it as or 140 like, characters could ever yeah could ever get at so i mean there wasn't a, a published exchange of emails that had taken place about this issue that was posted on the Penny Arcade blog, but that was not satisfactory either, based on kind of the, the to some people. Like, it was just like, I don't like this language here. I don't well, know. Like, and see, the thing is, like, you know what we're doing right now? What? No, like, what we are doing, you and I, right now. Yeah, what we're, yeah, doing. Talking. we're talking to each other, we're just kind of joking around, making light of an issue, because we're maybe a little uncomfortable to try to deal with all of the world's problems over a podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're just kind of like making maybe a little bit light of it, trying to put some of our opinions in there. Now, magnify this audience by about a million. <laughs> okay. So it's just like you're bound. Like if we had 10 people listening right now at this moment. Yeah. You might have one or like half of one, I guess, or mm-hmm. something. That's just kind of like, I know a transgender person. They're being kind of dickish about this. Right, Multiply right. that by a million. And you have like a hundred thousand people, <laughs> right? You know right. what I mean. So it's just I don't know. I don't take 
what people who make a comic on the internet for a living have to say about gender politics too seriously. Right. I think that that's kind of what I wanted to say about your initial thing about, like, these guys are known for just saying stuff like this. Like, these are primarily just kind of goofball comedians, like, at best, right? Like, these aren't, like, important theorists. At very best, yes. Yeah, like, these are just some some dudes who've been writing stuff on the internet and making dumb jokes for a while and long enough to where there there's now some sort of career and a lot of attention being paid to it and whatever. Yeah. Like, why are you expecting them to be, like, the most educated and, like, most progressive on any issue? Sure, I, I mean, it would probably be different if Stephen Hawking came up in the shit and was just like, penis or get out yeah well it's just like whoa yeah. stephen hawking i expected so much more i thought you know you had a lot of intelligence and i thought you'd be able to <laughs> this down more so but i expected so much more from a guy <laughs> i expected a lot i was gonna say i expected a little more compassion for a guy that probably can't even use his genitals <laughs> i think he can i but i don't know okay i'm not like, sure he could probably hire somebody to like take care of that right I don't know. How much sure. how much would you have to get paid to be like Stephen Hawking's fluffer? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all, that, all that brief history of time money that that'll that'll get it. <laughs> I don't know. Like he was married for decades. So you I'm, know what my favorite what? part about doing this stupid fucking podcast with you is? What? It's that one moment where I say something so dumb and that it's like, I actually make you like, laugh. <laughs> Just like this is an interesting direction we need to explore. What would Stephen Hawking charge for that service? I don't know. Like I can't even take myself seriously most of the time, so whatever. But it's that one moment where I say the just perfect right thing out of nowhere, and it gets a smile or a laugh out of you. That's the my favorite part every week. Okay, <laughs> I got to be here. <laughs> I yeah, I was not expecting that that gentleman to be in the conversation so dude i was not expecting this whole conversation to happen so okay um yeah i don't know i guess i guess the thing is like i'm not boycotting packs uh it's not because i don't have principles or whatever it's because i think this is being overblown and i don't care that much on the flip side if you are boycotting packs and you have tickets to sell paul at pixel-response.com i have no morals hit me up right now <laughs> i know i was basically kind of like hey uh if you guys are boycotting i i know some people that would I'm not saying I, you know, I'm not. I'm gonna go to PAX and give Gabe a high five. <laughs> right, just like way to be ridiculous. I don't know. Like, I, yeah, again, they're not the reason I go. So that they're benefiting financially from the whole thing, I mean, that's a weird kind of side effect that I didn't don't really pay that much attention to. But I want to go play games and hang out with people and go to panels and do stuff like that. So. Sorry, you know, make one closer to my house. I will go there instead, and I don't care who runs it. But for now, it's Seattle, man. I'm going. That's going to happen. So. And I mean that that panel, PAX Australia. Yeah. So arguably the one that nobody will go to. Right. So I don't know why it's that big a deal, but it's more just like, like really, people have been kind of complaining about this. Like, no, man, that's not censorship. Like what we're asking for. It's like kind of is you know like to be like this panel shouldn't be allowed how is that not censorship you know it could be the shittiest panel in the world the description sounded boring i would not spend an hour of my pax time at that panel but it can still happen you know like why does that hurt anybody like 
90% of the panels there I don't even see. So I don't get why there was this outcry in the first place. Like, basically, like, shut them down. What, what are you doing, Mike? Why is this a thing? Like, yeah, it it kind of runs contrary to the current co- topic of conversation about, like, feminism and all that, right? So that's why, because it's, it's rubbing against that new way that this conversation is going, but it's... That new way that if you're not a feminist, everybody hates you? Everybody hates you. Like, it's like, there's two sides to this conversation, and you can totally disrespect the other side, but it, it still is allowed to sort of be there. And the tone of the panel didn't sound that serious. Like, the way I immediately interpreted it was, we just want to play the fighting games with the bouncy boobs. Why is that a problem? And that's uh, that's a topic for a panel. Why not? Sure. I you know DOAX two is hilarious. Not to be too flippant, but I mean the Runaway guys have a panel. They do. They do. And they play. They literally just play games with people at PAX. Yeah, they play some Punch Out and all that. So stuff. let somebody with an opinion just say something. Like, <laughs> I guess is the thing. It's just like. You let people well, literally have a panel to play games with other people. Like, why can't you have a panel where some dudes share an opinion and talk about it? Right. I, I mean, I don't, you know, want to necessarily... Like, I, a lot of panels are basically just pep rallies for their respective fan fans, right? Like, Giant Bomb has a panel that is basically just, hey, you guys like these guys, so they're here and they're talking for a bit. You know, Idle Thumbs had one. I didn't go last year, but now that I know, I'll probably go. And, I'm, you know, it'll be those guys joking around on a stage. They're probably going to say wizard a couple times, like, it, you know, whatever. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like, then there's the kind of more topic-driven panels that are kind of interesting. Like, they're just discussions. And, and you know, I think it was fair that Mike did point out, there, like, the last PAX East had it, and Brittany and I saw it at PAX Prime, there was a transgender issues panel at PAX that was talking about all of this kind of stuff. I think you went to it. I did go to it, and yeah. it was it was educational and interesting, and I bought Nier because of it, because people were saying that game actually does some interesting stuff along those lines. It's too bad like, that oh, game doesn't do anything interesting as a video game. I've heard that, too, but it was $5. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's like, we are allowing both sides of this conversation to happen at our convention. Why is that a problem? And, like, yeah, the, you know, the incendiary tweet, like, a bunch of, re- like, replies and angry stuff, that tweet of just like hey we also had this panel i don't know zero attention like no one is listening to that rebuttal and it's just like okay i if you're not gonna listen i don't even know how to talk you know like like is assuming i'm assuming is kind of the frustration he's experiencing because like the tone of the blog post and everything was still pretty heated but it's just weird to have I, i can't imagine how weird it would be to have like a huge chunk of this ridiculous angry internet yelling at you for something you don't care about that much you know like it's just like you know imagine like my little like flippant ah who cares about game of thrones thing resulted in like a bunch of pissed off fans it would just be like why do you care what i think about this like go read your books and watch your show i i have no i am i have zero power to cancel it you know it's not like i'm the president of hbo saying it i'm just like yeah i don't really like that show we're gonna axe it from the lineup if he says that, that's ignorant and crazy. I'm just some guy. I'm just, I don't know. Like, opinions, man. They're cheap. They're everywhere. Let's stick quickly on the Mike gangbang train. Okay, let's stick to that. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to remember if it was last year or two years ago now. Uh, do you remember Paul Cristoforo? 
Uh, oh, vaguely, yes. Was the Avenger this... controller, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sell, third party exchange. seller guy, PR guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I mean, his hands were kind of tied. Like, I, it's going to sound like I'm excusing him. I'm not because bad customer service is shitty. But at the same time, his hands were kind of tied because he wasn't the maker of the controller. He wasn't manufacturing. He wasn't, like, the factory. He wasn't a distributor. He was literally just PR. Okay. So he's trying to give this dude some answers. And the dude he was talking to the customer was totally fine for the most part, at least from what we saw of the transcripts. We don't know everything, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, he just kind of snapped. and It was just like listen, fuckhead, sort of thing. Like, just... Like, yeah. Like, you'll get the controller when you get it. Like, and I can't give you free stuff because I'm not the fucking creator. Like, I can't do that sort of thing. He right, just kind of like lost it. Like, the company for Cause, this thing. Because, you know, like, nobody in the world besides this dude has ever lost it on a customer. That sort of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, I uh, mean, okay. Mike got a hold of it. Basically ruins this guy's career and life. Christopher Rose? Yeah. It just kind of shines this big beam on him kind of thing? Yeah, and his main reasoning is because he doesn't like bullies. It's just like, okay, you're not fucking Captain America, you're a dude that makes a comic strip, you obviously had some problems in high school with bullies, probably, because, like, <laughs> most geeky people did. It's not, yeah. it's not yeah. just a I... generalization, but, like, if you like to draw, if you're into art stuff and you're into video games, I'm gonna guess, I'm gonna say probably 95%, you were in the crowd that nobody wanted to talk to in high school. At least at some point, someone gave you some like talk, like negative talk. For you that. got some mess for it. You got, yeah, for sure. Like worst case scenario, you probably got like thrown against a locker, maybe beat up a few times because you were a quote unquote faggot or something, whatever they called you. Right. Best right. case scenario, people just didn't want to tell you or talk to you, whatever. Yeah, you're just kind of cold shouldered, and you may or may not have noticed. This dude had one rough day. That we know of. Like, maybe he had a few. I don't really fucking care. Right. Because I, I work in a company where I have to deal with people, and people can be stupid when you're dealing with them and trying to tell them that mm. you can't help them with certain things. And I have lost it on a few people. But, but like, I don't... Do I deserve to have my full life and career ever ruined because of it? I don't think so. Right, yeah. That's just humans. Like I've dealt with McDonald's people... That like I know just wanted to like strangle me because because they gave me the wrong burger or something like I don't know it's just one of these things that like Mike has always been the incendiary guy okay so I don't I guess I don't know why this is a surprise to anybody that he would say stuff like that mm -hmm. it's just baffling that what people choose uh, but yeah you're right it is part of the feminism thing. I, I don't like, know. This is just an unpopular conversation right now. Sure. You know, this this month, this is like this year, maybe the last couple years, this has been like one of the hot topics. So don't have the wrong opinion on it. Seems to be kind of just the way the mentality is going. And is if you believe in an ism, you're probably retarded. Yeah. It's... Like if you believe so strongly in something, you call it an ism or an ist. Mm -hmm. you probably are not a person I want to talk to. Or you're just gonna blindly hate somebody because. Well, I mean, of... that's why I don't want to talk to you because you're not gonna listen to anything else. So whatever. Me? What? Not you. No, just people. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> if you refer to yourself as a whatever ist or like mm -hmm. you believe in something ism, yeah, you probably follow it so blindly that I you 
just don't have any other opinion, so I don't want to talk to you. You're not interesting. Yeah, Krasnorism. It's pretty crazy. It's true. I do believe yeah. in the Church of Krasnor. <laughs> Thank you. We we appreciate Speaking of which your fan club got a new picture, the picture of you on the Massive Chalice. <laughs> yeah, which is a weird thing that happened uh in some ways because I mean First of all, like I just kind of ran into Brad Muir while I was near the Indicate booth, and he did like they're like, oh wait, I've talked to you at Pax. This is great. Um, I haven't actually backed Massive Chalice, so sorry. I don't know. Like I feel weird being up there, but like I didn't. I I, I didn't. I I think it looks interesting, but I just have to confess that to somebody, Paul. I just feel like I'm getting all this unearned street cred right now. It's not. It's not street I, cred for what. For, I don't know, being a Massive Chalice backer, you know, like getting out there. Well, I mean, your fans have spoken. Yeah. So. So, okay, yeah, that's Massive Chalice fan number one right here. Woo! That 10K tier, this guy. Also in the chat, Imperialism, I do believe in that one. Was it? Imperialism? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because why not? Sure. If there's one ism I'm going to believe in, it's that one. Oh, you're saying like chauvinism or whatever, misandrism? Yeah. What is the other one? What's the flip? Whatever. I'm going to believe in feminism. Oh, you're saying feminism or chauvinism. Don't don't be an ism. Stop it. Don't be an ism. Unless yeah. you're an imperialist. Yeah, unless you're an imperialist, then it's totally cool. What about purists? That's something completely different. That's not really a belief, right? I don't know. Purists can be kind of annoying, too. <laughs> Depends what it is. But, like, you know, oh, I'm a Star Wars purist. I only watch episodes 4, 5, and 6, son. And I only, even then, only on my laser discs, which I imported from Japan. And then, like, are you a shut. purist? Yeah, like, that guy. You're more exotic. I don't know what that. No, but, like, there's there's certain people that'll kind of be like, no, I'm more, I, I'm more legitimately a fan than you are because of this reason. And they kind of set their own criteria it seems for that like it's just like i have done this more than you or i am more knowledgeable of this because i spent more time doing it and i'm gonna pretend i was always this knowledgeable i don't know it's weird it is kind of weird but yeah i guess maybe the same people that are like the book is better than the movie or whatever like that kind of thing or it's just like it's kind of different i don't if you read the book you wouldn't be surprised moron yeah Shout out right. to everybody on Twitter who's a fucking idiot. So, oh, I guess you're right. Like, anyway, whatever. Let's just roll on. I, I'm, yeah, let's just roll on to Mario 3D Land. What about that? <laughs> I don't know. It was just such a hard change from what we were talking about. That's a great... I, I am anticipating that video game. 3D World, that is. Sure. Um, 3D Land is cool. Oh, you were playing it and I was feeling it, is what you're saying, right? No, I was. Okay. It was, it was fun. I played eight worlds of it and I was done. Yeah. Okay. So like, then when they're like, we I just put it down game. because like I don't. I played your game. Like I don't need to play it again because it's a 3D Mario. Yeah. But did did you get what I mean? Like the feels a little better. What you know, do you mean? Just, for the new like, worlds. Well, like the the stages are more focused. You know, like it has a bit of that. Oh, no. Mario yeah, no, no. They're fine because they went away from the whole model of like get stars and 
play the same level over and over sort of thing. Yeah, like, explore this big old space, and you're just like, I don't want to do that. I want to get to the goal and kind of have things to do. Like, I want an obstacle course, and it treats it like that. And the 3D movement and, like, the way they do 3D platforming is totally fine. Yeah, okay. At the end of the day, it's a 3D Mario, though. Just not interesting to me. Like, it's just the... Okay. Well, I played my my eight worlds. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I I was I thought I was done too, but then I felt like I was just like, man, I I do like this, so I'm. No, I got like... Luigi too. Okay. So I played my eight, nine worlds, I guess, and then like I tried Luigi, and I'm just like, yep, it's the same stereotype that he jumps higher. Yeah, he does. In fact, there's a whole new Wii U game coming out that is just that Super Luigi U, and it's just like he jumps different, and we changed the stages a bit. So there you go. It just seems like. They're always trying to reach for what they had back in the day with Super Mario Bros. 2, the best Mario game. I mean, 3D World is taking a bunch of notes from that game. It, it totally is, for sure. Yeah, which, I mean, I, I swear I fought Wart, which was crazy. And then also you can choose those four characters, like Toad, Peach, and Luigi are also there. So it's like, this is basically that. But then with the four-player co-op of the new Super Mario Bros. games. Yeah. Is it was pretty nuts. Like I, I was digging it. Um, I will say though, like I've said this on Top Down Perspective as well. Get a controller with analog sticks if you're gonna play that though. It just, I, I think so. In that way, I'm a purist because 3D Mario needs an analog stick. You can't play that on a D-pad, son. I believe you. I guess in that way, I'm a purist, saying that no Mario game should have to be played with an analog stick because D-pads, yo. Yeah, 2D Mario only. You're a exactly. Mario purist. Sure. You're a <laughs> yeah, Mario sure, 2 purist. In a way, right? So that's how it goes. Like, I guess. I don't know. I was. It made me revisit some of the other older Mario games. Uh, I really do like. Like, Mario 3 was really the perfect cul- culmination of what they could do with just 2D platforming on the NES sort of thing. It was, like, great for that. Yeah, no, for for that platform pushing that thing like crazy. Yeah, that was that was an awesome. Game. Mario Two was is still my favorite game, and it was because, uh, like I said, the thing I like about a lot of games is being able to try different like quote unquote builds and like try different things. That's why I like Demons and Dark Souls and shit like that and blah blah blah. Okay. That was kind of the same thing. It was like, okay, so this level I could go across as Luigi because he has this high, weird, crazy leg jump. And then do this, or if I do Peach, I could jump here and float across to this platform and do it a little bit faster. Like, it, yeah, played the levels kind of differently. And if you, it's like if you're Toad, you got to do that crouch super jump to get anywhere, but you can run way fast and throw shit, so it's awesome. But I was a Toad guy. For also, I just really, really love the music in that game. Okay, fantastic music. The worlds yeah. are kind of crazy too. It's a weird, like I mean, it's because game. it's not a Mario game at, like, the beginning of its development. It's a weird Mario game now. Like, it is... And I like how they justify it because it was a dream. So it's like, okay, so it makes sense that there's nothing here but those, uh, Birdo pterodactyl dudes, and it's a black background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... And just like, hey, there's Shy Guys and weird Hydra snake things and all this weird nonsense that's not in any of them. That, that, like, rat with bombs... Oh, like this what was his super name? Super rat that's Holy chucking shit. bombs at you. What was his name? Oh I don't know God. his Mouser. name. Mouser? Yeah, Mouser or whatever. Yeah, 
Yeah, that dude was intense. He was like, German. It's just like, you get to the end and it's just like, wow, this guy is trying to mess me up with these bombs. You gotta grab him and throw him back. Like, that game was weird. He was German. In a cool way. Isn't it only like, German okay. cool. German mouse throwing bombs at you. Didn't you ever watch the Super Mario Brothers Super Show? Uh, we watched like one episode a month or so ago, and yeah. it was kind of neat to see again, but sure. I haven't gone back to it. Like The, the animated art. stuff is weirdly faithful to the games. In a way, yeah, that was, every episode is something different. Yeah, and it's just like stage or something. And like, unlike the Mario movie, which we had recently watched as well, it's like, no, this is exactly everything. Like, it was just they're throwing fireballs, they're platforming. There's like, you know, a Birdo kidnaps Toad or something weird. Like, Mario dilemmas are happening, and they're doing Mario stuff to solve it. And it's just like, yeah, okay. The voices well, are perfect. The voices, yeah, okay. Mario and Luigi's voices are exactly how I thought they probably would sound. Instead of this weird Charles Martinet stuff that happens now. Yeah, because he's, they're Brooklyn plumbers. Yeah, what? they're not like weird squeaky voiced psychos. Like, I don't, it's I don't know. Mario sort of thing. Okay, <laughs> that is one of the things that stood out in a really weird way for me, three. They had, I guess, him doing basically stand-up material as Luigi. Terrible. Yeah, like Wizard of Oz style, like he's hiding somewhere with a microphone, and like Luigi's talking on the screen and just doing bits and stuff. Weird and terrible. Like, it was just like, I stopped and like just kind of gawked at it for a bit, and just like, what is happening? Why? I don't... I don't even know what to make of this. Like, this is the weirdest thing at E3, and it's not a video game or anything. It's just, like, the weirdest use of this character. Weird stuff. Like, yeah, those voices... Like, I mean, there were these choose-your-own-adventure Nintendo books, and they have, like, full dialogue and stuff. They're just two dudes. They're just, yeah, Brooklyn Plumbers just making... having a job and then fall into a pipe, and they're in some crazy place. Right. Like, Mario has the crazy like it's a me blah, 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 or whatever and it's yes. kind of it's almost kind of racist no like, that is fair like when i told you to do an, an accent or whatever and you went to that for everything to like bad italian accent because yeah i it was ingrained in my brain from like age nine onwards was a mario that. cartoon he's like hey luigi why don't you help me out over here <laughs> like, yeah just a normal dude from- just a gruff voiced guy not the bizarre like stereotype that has never existed so i don't know charles martinet dude anyways the reason i brought that up is because i while those voice actors were great, I never expected Mauser to have like Arnold's of Schwarzenegger's voice. <laughs> That's like they're like thick Austrian is what they went with. Yeah, great. I know it's pretty great. So, that show is worth worth a look. It's on Netflix, so check it out, guys. I think you'll like that show a lot. I might. The Captain Lou stuff is embarrassingly terrible, but in a sure. way that kind of fun. But yeah, they were doing like saying that is because the animation is every episode is a satire or a parody of a movie. Oh, weird. Okay. There's like the Mad Max one. There's a one that's like Star Wars. There's the Indiana Jones one. Okay. Yeah. Animators having fun doing weird stuff. Like what was his name? I think it was Indiana Joe or whatever, and he doesn't have a face because I don't think they knew how to animate a face for him or something. So so he just talks with no face. That sounds horrifying. I know. He's, like, overweight. 
<laughs> so yeah, I don't know. And the other one, uh, it's like a giant pipe or something. Is the Death Star or something like for the Star Wars one? And uh, okay, it's just Darth Koopa. Ob- yep. Yeah, like it's Amazing. it's so obvious. I don't know. It's that's why I think you would like it because as a kid, if you watched it, then you would just thought like, yay, video games and animation or cartoons <laughs> or whatever. But now it's just yeah. like. This is a pretty good parody about what's kind of stupid as fuck about these movies because okay. now it's being reflected by a video game character. <laughs> Secret geniuses, those writers at the Mario Brothers Super Show. Well, let's not get crazy here. I mean. Okay. <laughs> they made the best of a weird situation? I don't know. Sure, for sure. Yep. Unexpected creativity. <laughs> um... So yeah, 3D Land was okay, but yeah, I mean on on the 3DS, I've actually I have been playing a lot of Animal Crossing New Leaf in just the background. Okay, I heard it's Animal Crossing. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I mean that's cool. I, I was trying to kind of relate it to the purist thing. It's like I'm a GameCube purist. I only play the original Animal Crossing. But yeah, it's it hasn't changed much. I mean, there's a lot. So original Animal Crossing, basically. Yeah. It's it's been it's very similar. I mean, they, there's been gradual changes over the course of the whole series that I am encountering here for the first time because I didn't play the Wii game. But mm-hmm. it whatever like that that's not interesting to most people. This is kind of the most online centric one. I mean, I actually have added people to the to the friends codes and all that to try to kind of swap. So stuff do you have a 3ds? Uh, I'm using Britney's. Sure. Okay. That yeah. I didn't know. So yeah. Yes. So there is a 3DS that I have access to routinely. So she's the mayor of the town. Right. Um, I am a guy that lives there and goes <laughs> Just fishing. like real life. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I, I weirdly came to that realization when I said it out loud on the solo monologue version of Top Down Perspective. But yeah, it was just like, yeah, she's in charge and I live in the place. Kind of like, oh. <laughs> it was great. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> Animal Crossing. <laughs> yep. Um. Three. So sticking with the 3DS, I guess. Okay. What this prompted? Me, okay. So how I bought that is I was kind of bored one day, and um, I wanted to play that game, and then I remembered that that eShop probably has it. Yes. And yes. So I hadn't connected to the internet on uh, my 3DS since probably. I'm just trying to think of when I moved. Like, probably February of this year? Okay. okay, so like four months ago? Sure. And the last time I was on there, I think I was just buying some random, like, games that were coming out. Like, that balancing game and, uh, like, that Art of Touch, I think it's called. And just, okay. like, random stuff like that. There was nothing too interesting. So I go on now, and my mind was blown. Because I went ahead and was just like... Oh, so there's actually stuff I can buy now and play everywhere. So I bought Zelda 2, Mega Man 3, 4, 5, Super C, and um, Castlevania 1. Along, oh, okay. Along with um, Mario 3D Land. Oh, like you bought them all digitally. Right. So that's okay. why that day I was on Twitter. I was just like connected my DS to the internet for the first time in months. I love my DS again, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's like... Hey, these games I loved, I can take everywhere with me. Right. I mean, there's been some 
balking at it because like Nintendo's infrastructure online isn't great for that stuff. Like if you lose your console, that stuff's gone. But I mean, people have also been like, well, if you lose your cartridge, it's gone. Too. That's what I was thinking too because I lost my Zelda two cartridge that was bought by my like parents day one. So right, back so you can't just like phone Nintendo and be like, hey, give me another one. I lost mine. It's like what? I don't sure. know, but. Like, I mean, it's it's a the bigger your collection, the more risk you have, I guess, in a way. But it, whatever, it's fine. Like, like yeah, five bucks. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Um. I guess for you know the 3D land, how much was that? Like thirty, forty. That was forty. Okay. Like I mean, the reason I bought digitally was, I mean, it was uh convenient first of all to do it over the internet and then just play it about like ten minutes later. Yeah. No, super convenient and like. And it's still forty dollars in a lot of places. Which yeah. is crazy. Like, this digital kind of thing is, like, just a recent example that's kind of been weird for me. I've been keeping an eye on The Last of Us price on Amazon. Okay. It's at, like, $80 right now. That's stupid. That's fucking retarded. It is. And on my PlayStation Store, it's it's never going to be more than 60 So, that works out. I'm kind of in for digital, I'm going to say. I was kind of against it for a long time because of the reason you're saying where it's just like, well, if I lose this hard drive, I'm kind of fucked. Yeah, but um, maybe not so much with like the PS3 and Xbox because it's kind of tied to your account, and then you can just be like, "Yeah, I need you to release like this DRM for this hard drive or this model because that system's fucked, and now I have this one, so I want it again." Right, you can like, transfer okay. your license to a different thing. Yeah. Right, so for that, maybe not as bad. I mean, it's kind of the same. Like if I lost my PS3, which is significantly harder since it's not portable, it would be the same thing as my 3DS. Right. Yeah, but um. Really? Like, you can't transition that stuff? Oh, no. I mean, like, it would be the same thing where, like, if I downloaded a whole bunch of games on my PS3 and then, like, brought it over to some dude's house and then left my backpack on the way home on the bus. Oh, yeah. I still lost it. But, I mean, you could log in on PSN and be like, hey, I I am, you know, exposure or whatever. I own all this stuff. And then I think they could still transfer that ownership to your new PlayStation 3 you get eventually. Sure, but my I think. my old PlayStation 3, I yeah. don't have any of my Rock Band 2, 3, or 1 DLC songs anymore because yeah. they're on my old one, and I have to transfer the license over, and I can't because it's dead. Right, right. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there's, still, there's still digital ownership stuff that gets locked that you can't do. Yeah, okay. I guess long story short, though, I'm kind of on the side now where I don't necessarily want to go out to a store anymore. Like, I come home at 10 at night. I mm-hmm. I maybe grab a burger on the way home or I'll eat here. Like, I'm ready to just sit and do something at 11, 11.30 at night and not think. Right. What the fuck is open at 11.30 at night here in Calgary, Alberta? Almost pretty much nothing at all. Where I can buy a video game. Where you can buy a video game, yeah. I've I've had this weird I had this weird crisis like maybe two years ago when I was getting way into Mad Men, where like my means of watching it at that point was physical media. I was watching DVDs, and I was like, like, oh shit, I'm on season three. I gotta go to the Walmart. I literally yes, I was like, it's almost eleven. I need to get my ass to that Walmart right now, or I will not be able to marathon a bunch of episodes tonight. So I otherwise I just ruined. Yeah, it's like. (laughs) Now it's just like, what do you, what were you, you know, the internet has all of them, right? So 
you know, legally or not. Like, legally it does now, because Netflix has all of Mad Men up to season five. But, yeah, the weird kind of being locked to store stuff. Or, like, yeah, new games would come out, and I would go to you know, the the blockbuster near my house, the the Walmart, and check various places, and it's just like, no, we haven't gotten yet. Like, Street Fighter 4, when that came out, I was, like, going to all sorts of stores, and just like, no, no, we don't have it. It was just like, it comes out today! It's out right now! Why don't you have it? And, yeah, I was freaking out. But digital ownership, get home, boop, download. And this is the crisis I was having. So this last weekend, I actually went to visit my parents, um, like, for Father's Day, and, uh, I think, who was it, his birthday as well was this month, or last month, which I missed because I wasn't able to get out there and, like, Mother's Day and all that sort of stuff. So it was okay. just kind of a weekend away, get up there. And I wanted to play The Last of Us because since my day, days off are Sunday, Monday, Tuesday now, mm-hmm. I was up there Saturday night after work, and then, like, Sunday we all hung out. But then Monday and Tuesday they went to work and did their thing, so, like, I was just kind of alone. And it's like, this would be a good time to maybe plug in two hours in The Last of Us while I wait for somebody to come home. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, I had a crisis because they have a PS3 up there. However, since my username has been used on my old PS3 that's dead and my new one, you only get two licenses. So I was not uh, able to digitally buy or download anything, like including free stuff from PlayStation Plus on their thing under my account because my username has been used twice. Ugh. So I couldn't Weird. do that, and okay. I actually went out. Like I broke my rule. I actually went out to the stores, and I, yes, stores. I have been through five of them, and every single place had that game sold out. Yeah. So it's okay. one of these things that's just like I wasn't overly worried about it because, like, dude, I don't know if you know, but video games are just kind of like a thing that I don't really care about. But but like, it's this thing that like Harold and Kumar go to White Castle High to write. When you just need something or crave something, yeah, the fact that you can't have it, that's when it hurts the most. Like I didn't even particularly care that I couldn't play Naughty Dog's zombie game. I couldn't play (laughs) Left 4 Dead Naughty Dog Edition. Right, right. What I cared about was the fact that I wanted it and I couldn't get it. Yeah. Yeah, same thing happened with me in Dead Island. Weirdly, another zombie game. Like I saw the quick look and yeah. was like, "That looks cool. I I will go play that." And then with each store that didn't have it, my it's resolve got higher. Like it was just like, "Now I need it because sure, damn it." And then you know, if someone gave me some smack like at an EB, you know, it's like, "Oh, you should pre order." It stung so bad. Because it's just like, shut up. It's oh, 2011. <laughs> you don't matter. Okay. You know, like, so ugh. my trek quickly, I guess. I went to the Walmart in St. Albert, just kind of north of Edmonton. For anybody that doesn't know, it's a, it's almost like a borough now. Like it's an area okay. that's considered part of Edmonton, but it's its own city. So I went like to full the... of PS3 fans. <laughs> sure, I guess. Or, okay. or, like, they just didn't send out enough copies because they want to push digital distribution or something, which is probably more likely. But um, uh-huh. my thing is, okay, so I went to the Walmart. It's the one Walmart in town or whatever. So I went in there. They have shitty selection to begin with. Like, they don't even have a lot of, like, crappy games that are new. 
so, like uh, copies of it. So I was just like, okay, they probably don't have it. I looked anyways. They didn't have it. They had a whole bunch of Skylander stuff. I had to restrain myself. I'm like, no, I'm going to go to the GameStop across the street. Went across okay. the street at the GameStop. They didn't have it. And then I was just like, okay, whatever. I'll go into the actual city, not this backward-ass, hick, piece-of-shit town that I'm in. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and so you I went did... to Edmonton? Yeah, we did that the next day because we went to go see Man of Steel, which I'll talk about in a little bit. But anyways, right yes. across from that, there's a Best Buy. I went in there. There's nothing at the Best Buy. Now I'm pissed off. And right across the street from that Best Buy, there's an EB Games. I go in there. I look around a bit. And, like, they do the whole, like, can I help you find something, blah, 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 or whatever. I'm just like, no, I'm just looking. Because I knew that at that moment, if I had said, I'm looking for The Last of Us, and they, they would, said, like, almost laugh at you. And, and yeah, because I didn't see it on their shelf either. So, like, if I had said that, and they had been like, uh, no, we only have pre-orders, you should have pre-ordered, I would have been like, pre-orders are for fucking pieces of shit. I would have gone off on them. Like, yeah. I would have just like lost. You were my right shit. on the edge, right there, and you're just like, just like, let me tell you something about business, okay? <laughs> like, I don't know what type of fucking business you think you're running here, but pre-orders are the biggest fucking scam, and the fact that you guys still operate on them means that you're gonna be on your ass in the fucking gutter looking for scraps so you can feed your fucking meth habit, you piece of shit. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm just imagining that being an actual exchange and just like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. I don't know. The whole pre order thing. patience for any of Yeah. And the fact it. that the pre order thing is a thing that they actually try to push, like, fuck you. Just fuck you. That's it. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Anyways. So, it's I'm... crazy. Yeah. It's the only industry I think that really, you know, like, one in 80 movies is like, <laughs> popular enough where you need to pre-purchase a ticket like yeah anyway okay that's when you're just like after you say something like that you like throw over their little card stand with all their like digital card codes just be, like having have fun selling codes faggots <laughs> walk out <laughs> like like you mean like the edge card display thing or no like... like they have you been in an eb or gamestop recently uh, last time, a couple months ago, but, okay. Most of them have these giant, um, like, the turn oh, like, table things with just, like, cards for PSN Store, Xbox Live and stuff, but they also have cards now for games, for codes. Oh, just, weird. Like, have fun selling numbers, you fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, just, like... You guys aren't even selling products code. anymore. You're selling to little kids that don't have enough money to have a credit card. Yeah. That have to come in here and buy shit from a piece-of-shit establishment with piece-of-shits like you. Man, so angry at GameStop. Jeez. But anyways... They, they failed you twice, so I get it, but... Okay. Yeah. And they technically failed you because you don't have a job with them anymore, so... Yeah, that was more, like, mall hours and stuff, but... Sure. Yep. Okay, fair enough. Anyways, so yeah, that's my story. Um, I'm kind of at the place where I'm like, fuck Last of Us, because I've been reading a lot of stuff, and it's just like, yeah, so Last of Us just bricked my system, and shit like that, so... That might have been unrelated. There was a... The update. update. Yeah, there was a suspect PS, like, PlayStation update that bricked a bunch of stuff for a while. Fortunately, I guess mine didn't download it in the first place, so I didn't need to do the weird fix that you can do, but... That was a weird no, see, this story. is this is a weird thing that happened. Is yeah. That 
like I came out here and Aaron was trying to do something on the PS3, like watch Netflix or something. And she's just like, this isn't working. Turn it off, turn it back on again, and it was fine or whatever. Then I read on the internet about all this shit that happened. And then I was just like, oh shit, she would have had to download the new update to get go online to be able to use Netflix anyway. Yeah. So I was just like, did you update the PS3? She's like, no, but when I uh, turned it on, it said that it updated because PS Plus members, it opt- updates automatically. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, oh shit. And I was like, you were saying you had trouble with it, right? It was frozen. She's like, yeah, it just kind of got stuck at that, like, flowy ribbon and didn't do yeah. anything. Oh, and no. Then I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, because this is the thing. This is the exact description of what happened. These are the symptoms. And then I'm just like, so what did you do? She's like, I turned it off and on again. I was like, oh, and it's working? And she's like, yeah, I'm watching Netflix, aren't I? It's like, yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. So and never I, mind. And I was just Great. like. For a second there, just like success, kid, like just clench fists, like yes. Yeah. Updated PS3, still watch Netflix. Yep. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Like yeah, I was sitting in bed reading the story as it broke, and I was just like, oh no, I have PlayStation Plus. I don't know if I toggled it on. Should I? And then it was just like I'm I'm comfortable. So then I just went to sleep, and then my little like yay moment was the next morning when I successfully played XCOM. But yeah. That was that was a less exciting story, but it's my story. What do, do I got? How do you feel about XCOM? It's pretty good, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. I am not amazing at it. Um, I've definitely lost some people, and I am currently kind of stuck on the alien base mission. And then your OCD is just like, well, I can't lose that guy. Well, it's so I'm gonna... now I'm almost just like, I can't get through this mission, and I... Hmm. Call died. Hold on a sec. Hi. Oh, you're back. Okay. Call died. So, I can't get through this mission. Yeah, I was, I'm stuck on the alien base mission. Um, I, I guess my question was basically, you know how you have to kind of wait for your scanners to detect, like, stuff before you can go on a mission? Sure. Um, can you wait a couple days for your dudes to heal? I honestly don't know, because I played it for, like, four hours one day, and then didn't play it again. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I'm just kind of in a weird spot where it's like, I could really use a sniper, my sniper will be healthy in two days, but I can't bring him on this mission. And I'm just kind of running with, like, a half a squad of good guys, and then, like, some weaklings that I haven't been bringing out. So, I don't know. I'm pretty probably. Maybe. I've, I, I just feel like I've been managing, like, the kind of overworld strategy part of that game really badly. Like, it's like, no, whatever, man, let's just get to the next fight. Go. And it's just like, you're really supposed to be teching up and, like, scanning and, like, doing all these things. I just want to fight dudes, so next. And it's just like, okay. And then I'm going in, like, way underpowered and then having to kind of salvage, like, yeah. I am not good at XCOM. It's my first strategy RPG in a while. I'm digging a lot about that game, though. It's it's kind of reminding me of Independence Day. Sure. I like, I like that. Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth. I am. Some rumblings about the sequel going around on the internet right now, but... Okay. Man of Steel, how do you like it? Good. It is actually quite good. You liked it? Okay. I did. What, did you what not? About, I haven't seen it. Okay. I have not watched that movie, so... Okay. You sounded a little surprised. 
Is it uh, because I don't like a whole lot of stuff? No, it's because two friends of mine have said oh, about that movie. So what have they said about it? Um, just negative stuff. Like just like I, I forget. My one friend was basically like, "Hey, so two things happened today. Um, I was in a minor car accident and I saw Man of Steel. Guess which was worse? Man of Steel. Oh, scathing oh, yeah. burn. Yeah, take that, Zack Snyder." And yeah. then I think the rationale was like, well, car accident was over right away. That fucking thing was two and a half hours. You know, that kind of thing. Sure. Negative. Uh, and my uh, friend Ryan is a, a, maybe a bit of a comics purist. Maybe. Okay. We'll that, keep you know what? If we're going to talk about, like, comic people. Yeah. That, like, kind of maybe even care about Superman. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you can care about Superman to begin with. I'm just going to say that straight out. Because, oh, yeah. like, you know who the... Mo- like when they make Superman and you think of a Superman movie, it's almost literally like somebody went into a board meeting and was like, "How can we make the least interesting movie possible? We can put a guy in it that has no problems and can do everything perfect." Right. Like it's just like it is not an easy character to care about because he's an invincible and superhuman. That is why I liked it. Okay. Because what they did is that they took this the Boy Scout, the impossible to like hurt guy the god yeah while he's still godlike it's more of a he's coming to terms that everyone else isn't Mm -hmm. and that is more interesting as a premise than anything about superman like he's what like he's like finding out like how frail humans are specifically like his parents and shit like that like I don't know. That's, it's that's like a minor that like that's kind of a big character growth moment for Superman in the first Richard Donner movie. Like yeah. his father dies, and then he's kind of like, I don't what like I couldn't do anything because I don't get it. Like he, they just die, and then that kind of motivates him to try to well, not let that happen. When I'm talking about this, I'm not talking specifically about mortality. Okay, okay. But it's the fact that like if he shows what he can do. He will be like ostracized, hated, maybe even tried to be killed, and oh, okay, just so just trying things. to fit in on this new world, trying to fit in on this world or whatever that he, and trying to come to grips with like trying to find out where he's from and why he's different. This okay. whole like trying to fit in sort of thing. The fact that like dealing with obvious like issues that's uh, with his parents, like almost uh, like they're embarrassed of him, but not really kind of like the opposite where they're scared to let right. people see and then at the same time like you don't want to let your parents down or anything right so you don't want like people to hurt them or to come knocking on their door because you were able to lift a bus out of the water mm-hmm. and shit mm-hmm. like that but then at the same time you don't want to see classmates die <laughs> so it's just yeah. like he's trying like these, these weird dilemmas he's trying to come happening. to grips with being like the balancing force of nature basically and mm-hmm. like people like needing him and people hating him for it too. Okay. So that whole sort of thing. And then like after that it becomes an action movie because odd. But anyways, that's Yeah, that, that, like I think that's the part that has rubbed some people the wrong way. Like I've just heard the final battle is just like ridiculous in terms of just the amount of destruction happening to humans that Superman <laughs> doesn't seem to care about. Yeah, like can we can we talk about this movie or like are uh, Yeah, I, I I'm I'm pretty in, like I mean I had a chance to see it but it was right during E3 stuff and I was not there. 
like my my the same friend had advanced tickets to it and I was like I'm still in Los Angeles. So I kind of just don't have anyone to see it with and I don't care that much like it, it whatever. So yeah, go ahead. Okay. So Zod Metropolis. Yep. Is basically New York, right? Sure. It's yeah, why not? Do you remember what happened uh roughly 12 years ago? <laughs> In New York. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. There's a few scenes with um, spaceships running into buildings mm-hmm. and um, superhumans destroying cities and buildings toppling over with firemen running around and people being covered in debris. <laughs> I don't know. Kind of weird, right? <laughs> like, a little bit. Kind of weird. For a superhero so... movie and a city that directly reflects New York. Yep. Thanks, so, Zack Snyder. Like, I mean, so, I, on one hand, brave, maybe? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. We've kind of that. kind of weird. Okay. Um, A personal vendetta against Zod for mm-hmm. no real reason? Oh, well, that's not true. It's not really a vendetta, I guess. Okay. Um, I a, mean, in the first... Just, it happens and... Like they get in a fight after because Zod's like my whole reason for living was to protect our people and you took that from me so now you're gonna die like he, it was just revenge at that point Zod attacks him and he defends himself right well he's Kryptonian right Zod is yeah yeah like I mean in the in the old movies there was like you know beef with him and his dad and stuff like there's there, there's been some Zod problems before so but, I yeah. Like, the basic idea is that uh, Krypton was going to shit uh, Superman's dad. I can't remember his name now. Uh, Kal-El? No, Kal-El is Superman. Jor-El, then? Jor-El, yeah. Or yeah. Jor-El or something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, You're right, Kal-El is Superman. I was like, I don't think it's Jor-El because that's the one I think about all the time, so it must be the other one. It's like, no, you're wrong. Right. Okay. So, Not a comic period. So, like, make that clear. They dug too deep into crypt uh, into Krypton, and like the world is falling apart, basically, like it's being destroyed mm. because they went too far into the core, or some bullshit, whatever. Okay. <laughs> and uh, do they do the whole origin thing again? Yeah, but it takes maybe like fifteen minutes of screen time. Oh wow! Okay. And it's a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um. So yeah, there's stuff with that, and like. Uh, Zod. Not a lot of Russell Crowe. Not yeah, yeah yeah. He's in there quite a bit, but as like oh, crystal holograms. Yes, exactly. All right, it's a Superman movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a Superman movie. Like, what do you want, right? Yeah, it's like, Zod and him disagree on how they can the save their people. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thinks that like to save their people, he's gonna inject the DNA memory of their whole race or whatever into his son Kal-el. And sent him away so they maybe one day he could decide to like rebuild their race and like Kryptonians and humans could live in peace and like live together and their race can thrive again and stuff. And Zod's more like, no, we're just gonna, we wanna take Earth as Krypton and remake Krypton sort of thing. And Superman's like, no, I, I like humans, so I can't let you kill everybody. Okay. It's just one of those things. What I liked. I'm going to go ahead and say a few things I liked. Special effects are great in this. I mean, okay. go figure, right? Yeah, I mean, it costs a lot of money, so it better look good. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if you know the director, 
Yeah, like some splashy slow-mo. I'm going to say that dude knows how to do special effects. If he doesn't know anything else, he knows how to put special effects to use. Okay. So so he does that, basically. Yeah, I Um, I like the way they did it is, uh, like, when he comes to Earth, they don't show him growing up. It mm-hmm. just goes right to when he's his age at like 30, whatever. I think it's like 33 or 35 or something like that. Early 30s or mid 30s. And, uh. And working at the Daily Planet or? No. He's like just okay. kind of in the north. He's working on an oil rig or a fishing boat or something and he saves a bunch of people. Oh, so this is like the bearded drifter. Yeah, it's, it's Sparta time. Yep. Where he's. Be- okay. He's all like Ripley and stuff and like holding mm-hmm. an oil rig up while people get out. That, okay. Yeah, so it's just this, and then, like, there's, after that, he's just kind of, like, in the ocean or whatever, like, he jumps into the ocean, because they're looking for, like, who saved them, and blah, 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 and, like, everything from his childhood and stuff about his parents and, like, father and mother and stuff like that is done through uh, memories, which I okay. I do like how they do that, because I don't want to watch him grow up, so, like, it makes just, more just. Give me the highlights, just kind of, boom. yeah, like the highlight reel of your life. Mm-hmm. Like, how's Kevin Costner? He's Kevin Costner. Okay. Yeah. I was I was a fan of him, so the postman. Maybe, okay. I didn't see the postman. I didn't either, but, but he was the postman. He was the postman. That's true. Dancing with wolves. Gotta get the mail. Yep. <laughs> Dances with wolves. <laughs> No, so I like how they did that, like with kind of the highlight reel and just random places and stuff. Um, I like how they don't use uh, kryptonite at all. Oh, that's not his weakness in this one. No, cool. no, it, how novel! It is his weakness, but they don't kind of. make use of it. Okay, let me say this. Okay, when Superman, what makes Superman so good on Earth is that. Kryptonians, like their atmosphere, their gravity, everything, how far they are from the sun, it's a very harsh planet. Yeah. So when they grew up, they grew up like that. And like they're normal on Krypton, right? Because that's their hometown, whatever. Like, right. It's, so they evolved to that environment. And now here. However, that's so much stronger, like harder to evolve to than Earth, where the sun is so much closer. So he gets more nutrients in his skin and like he just is better on Earth because there's less gravity for him. Like, he's not used to being held down. Do they straight up explain all of this stuff? Yeah, like, they basically just say stuff like, uh, we'll go. he'll go to this planet or whatever, he'll be like a god to them or whatever. The sun will be, the sun will uh, fuel his, like, cells or whatever. It's not as harsh of a climate, so he'll thrive and blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay. Yeah, like, they go into this thinking that you've never known anything about Superman ever. And kind of explaining away the magic, maybe a little. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, it's like, like, you know, it, it is more sciency. It's not more. Li- okay, we're gonna get into something weird when it comes to that. But anyways, the, so his weakness isn't a glowing rock. <laughs> okay. What it is is that the way they make him weak is since they want to turn Earth into Krypton, they literally start changing the atmosphere and gravity pull and everything, so it becomes like Krypton. Oh, that wouldn't be good for humans. No, like, this is the, like... Terraforming, in a way. They're terraforming, yeah. So, like, as he's getting closer or whatever to this machine, he's becoming less... What? 
why I okay, just sorry, I haven't seen the movie, so like why would Zod and them be like, We don't want these dope ass powers. We want to be normal ass Kryptonians, let's change this place. Because like, um in this movie like the idea what happened on Krypton is that they evolved to a point where they would genetically have babies, like they wouldn't have natural births. Okay. Genetically make babies and they would be genetically disposed from birth to perform certain roles. So like okay. if you were gonna be like a logger or something, you would be genetically a logger from birth and stuff like that. And Zod's genetic makeup was that his um they basically he was programmed to be a protector of the people like uh i don't know okay like he, so he was like biologically engineered to be a right so radical, it's like yeah so it, like kind patriot. Of. okay it's patriot yeah so like he thought what he was doing is perfectly fine whereas just like these humans don't mean anything to me what means anything to me is my people i need to protect our bloodline and stuff we need to like krypton's gone we need to make mm-hmm. a new one. This is the perfect location, blah, 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 sort of thing. How's Michael Shannon? Is he pretty intense? or? Yeah, he's okay. Okay. Not a particularly huge fan, so he's fine. Okay. He, yeah. he does it. Okay. He, he does it. Um. So, yeah, I mean, between that, which is like the crux of the film, the one of the biggest things or whatever that's making him weaker and it's harder for Superman or whatever Kal-El to deal with because it basically is normal, like, turns him normal. Mm -hmm. Uh, They also deal with, uh, obviously, Zod and his, like, gang or whatever that were banished before are also as strong as he is here. Yes, yeah, super people. However, they can't breathe the air. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Which is, it's kind of neat, because, like, it's one of these things that even though uh, Cal was a Kryptonian... Mm-hmm. On he grew up on Earth, so he was uh, taught how to hone and focus his skills. He evolved to Earth while being still super powerful. Okay. It's like when they like are breathing the air and stuff, and don't have their uh, masks and suits on and shit like that. They like get everything at one time. Like they hear sounds from everywhere, and they can see through everything, and they're all disoriented and like can barely. Oh, weird. So it's like overdosing on superpowers. But they're just like. Right. Exactly. I have no control over my abilities right now. I'm just and seeing, they, and they do perceiving stuff like that weird. with Cal, like in memories and stuff growing up, where like he's freaking out in class because like everyone he's looking at are like skeletons and like pumping hearts and like random things through walls and stuff so he's like freaking the hell out as a kid right and like his mother would like come and just be like just focus on my voice and stuff like they or like accidental heat vision and whatever like yeah exactly just like autistic stuff (laughs) right (laughs) i get weird about it where it's like no this is the problem autistic kids have too where they like hear everything people are saying not to a super level but like they can't focus Mm -hmm. like the things that like parents and teachers and stuff will do specifically for those kids is like just focus on like the sound of my voice and just look at me and stuff like that like he was taught to evolve to his surroundings whereas when they like get thrown into it without their suits to block everything out and stuff it's just kind of overload right (laughs) because they're not okay well that's that's kind of neat that's pretty creative see this is the thing they do a lot of creative things and it looks cool I don't know okay. what else you would expect from a Superman movie, I guess. 
that's that's that doesn't that sounds fine for me. Like I am not, you know, like I mean the the character has a lot of legacy in the comic world and all that, but for them to kind of toy around with it a bit is kind of fine for me. The only weird kind of concern I have is it like, you know, his primary thing as a character is always like protecting humanity, and for there to be just tons of collateral damage at the end sounds nuts because that just would really bother him and it doesn't right well it does because he kind of goes in a i basically the thing i heard is there's like a victory kiss with him and lois but there's like dead people everywhere yeah but he couldn't help that because at that point zod was such in a rage that he was throwing him around trying to kill him okay i don't like if you throw like the man of steel into a person like and he can't stop the like velocity or something he's probably just going to destroy them like it's not something he could help really right okay okay also like zod is just at that point crazy and he's killing people and like superman's trying to stop him but okay like i guess if we want to get to that effect like spoiler alert spoilers people die he kills zod <laughs> oh what to protect people oh so, man so like this whole argument that he doesn't really care about the people like right. breaks his one thing where it's just like you're not supposed to just like take people's lives and stuff he does it for to save like a family right because right. he had to and like okay. at that so point pushes well, at that point he was like destroyed too he was just like screaming and stuff because like it's not what he wanted to do but he had to right mm-hmm Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like, I, that's what, right. I guess I don't understand what where that argument came from. It's like collateral damage just kind of happens, mm-hmm. but there's still the sense there that like he does care. Otherwise, he wouldn't be fighting this guy that was obviously like they even say in the movie. Zod says it is like you've had like your powers or whatever for like blah 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 or whatever. He's like I was engineered to be a warrior. So it's like Zod's obviously more powerful than he is. Mm. like Well, a more skilled fighter, at least. Yeah, okay. So, I don't know. It's just one of those things that, like... Is there only three of them again, or is it, like, a bunch of people? I think there's five. Five Kryptonian dudes? Five or six, yeah. There's a bunch of them. Okay. Okay. There's only really three that, like, do a whole lot. The others are just kind of on the ship. Okay. Because, I mean, the Superman 2 has three of them. And I think they, they kind of die in that, too, but it's, like, really corny. Like, they basically get their powers taken away and then just get, like, pushed off of ledges into the, you know, Fortress of Solitude. And yeah. who knows? I guess they died? I don't know. Yeah. It's it's 80s campiness. Is there a Fortress of Solitude, all that stuff? Oh, yeah. Do they? Okay. This is a nerdy comic book purist question. We do see bearded Superman in the movie. Yes. Do they get into shaving at all? They don't. And there is even a campaign about that. Okay, like he just shows up in another scene shaved? Yeah. But there is a okay. campaign online and um, even like before the movie and stuff, a commercial. Yeah. It's like how does he shave.com or something? And right. it's uh, like the Mythbusters guys, Kevin Smith, like a bunch of people like that that are sciencey and nerdy and shit like that. Yeah, thinking of theories on how he shaves. So okay. this is an is it bar- thing. Wait, 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 wait. Is all that shit brought to you by Gillette? Yes, it is. Fuck, dude! <laughs> I saw no? butt ads. What? That were 
I saw bus ads that were Superman Gillette ads, and I was like, this sucks. But, okay. <laughs> yeah. Of course it is. Of course it is. Of course it is. Marketing. It's everywhere. Can't escape it. Can't escape it. Yeah, I don't know. How does Hey, it like us on Facebook. Uh, check it out on Twitter. Um, see, because the podcast. Over. No, I'm joking. I'm, I, I was more saying because it, we have to market our own stuff. But this is good marketing, not like those corporate fat cats. Ugh. Mike and Jerry sitting on their thrones of gold. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyways, Real. So, yeah, so this, that is an actual thing that's going on that's like okay. a Gillette campaign, and um, they got some big people talking about it. Okay. I don't so, know. It's kind of crazy. I didn't realize it was such a played out topic. I thought it was a funny, weird thing, but okay. No. This is all manufactured. They wanted me to say that. Damn it, Gillette. I know you bought right into it. I, bought, I fell right into it. That's viral marketing right there. That's what? how they convinced me it was my idea. That's that's genius. Good job. They're going to win some, you know, what? what's the average? Cleo's? Yeah. They all yeah. won because we're still talking about it. <laughs> I know. Let's move. Okay, so is this your favorite Superman movie? So this podcast is brought to you by Gillette. How does <laughs> Mansfield shave? Go to mansfield.com. <laughs> yeah, unemployed men don't shave, so whatever. Okay, I, dude, what happened? Okay, my job doesn't exist anymore. They don't need a nighttime janitor anymore. So they don't have messes anymore. No, because they fired like all of their renters. So oh. I mean, which made sense because there was, like, nuts parties happening at that community center that just confused me. Like, I would go down there at, like, 1 in the morning, and there would just be a full parking lot, beats pumping out of that place, and just people everywhere, and you're just like... Beats brought by Dre? I don't know. I'm not really sure, but I was just... It was the... If you knew that... yes, Sponsored by? Sponsored by... I, I think we have to say Beats by Dre about five more times to get our paycheck. Beats by Dre... They're they're so damn expensive and good. You get what you pay for. I don't know. Do you? Soundhappers.com/slash/beats. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing. Don't try that. Yeah, Sennheiser. That's actually what I'm speaking into right now. They're German, so thumbs up. I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah, crazy parties, whatever. I don't know. Um, basically, I thought the conversation I was going to have with the new board person was, Hey, you actually have more hours. And then the conversation like slowly dawned on me. It's like, I think I'm being let go. And then I just got really upset and like defensive. Cause it was just like, what, what's happening? It Isn't was that so the worst crazy. feeling. It was t- pretty terrible. I was not ready for it. It feels like all. you're being rejected. Yeah. Like it was just like, what did I do? What did I say? It's just like, there is no position anymore. Like it's just, there's nothing. Oh. And then, like... like is it okay. of when did, mo- the, when like did this happen? Mops? Like, yesterday? Okay. So, right when you got home, like, still feeling probably a little depressed, in a way, maybe a little, like, free? Yeah. And then, like, for a bit, you're just like, I don't need that job, and you feel better. And then, all of a sudden, it'll hit you again, just be like, dude, how the fuck could they let me go? Like, it's just so bad. I hate it. There there was definitely, like, over the course of the phone call, I kind of came to terms with some stuff and, like, apologized for being so, like, reactive and whatever. But then after, I was just like, wait, what? Yeah, and wait, like, fuck them. They just put yeah. on my ass. 
Yeah. Yeah. No notice at all. Like it's immediate, like effective right now. It was just like, I, what? How did this happen? Like, how was the conversation so misrepresented? Did to you me? go in for them to do it? No, it was just a phone call. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it was just confusing. Like, it was just, like, especially considering what was, what's been going on in the last couple of weeks, which is, like, moving out of the neighborhood and, like, two trips. Like, it was just, like, all right, well, at least now I'm back and I can just log some hours and get some, get some, get back in the flow. And it's just, like, actually, no, get out. It was terrible. Like, wind out of my sails, weird. And, I mean, it's not like I wanted that job for long term. It was more just, like, I wanted to have something else set up before it happened. So I'm just like, you know, ugh, it's, you know what it's, sucks about jobs like that when you're not working for a huge company. What you can't type in job name sucks, mm-hmm. and then get people on the internet to agree with you. Yeah, there's like no internet support group that niched. So, like yep. you know, the way it's just like, I feel really bad that I don't like random big game here and then you type it in and it's just like fucking battlefield 3 sucks ass google yeah. and then like a whole bunch of people and you're like i feel better now there's yeah. nothing to say like employment like care at community hall janitorial sucks or something yep yep you can't do that i mean EB Games, like, all the video stores and stuff, like, there's a lot of people out there who are bummed out. Well, big so you, chains, right? Cause yeah, I big chains. for a small charter airline, and I can't do that either when they let me go. Okay. So, I don't know. It's just, like, I mean, I was honestly, like, I, I, you know, I'd been working on resumes and setting up some stuff anyway, because, like, commuting for three hours made no sense. So it was like, alright, this is not ideal. I'm gonna transition on my own terms and then it's like no right now no terms so unemployment it's that's what happens and that's how you play so many video games in one day it's pretty good have you started drinking Mm, i had a bit of cola and vodka yesterday just Um, because you could or because you needed it to feel love No. You're just like I think if I'm if I'm in the clarity of mind to answer that properly, then yeah. it's not the latter. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was just like you know Brittany got home from work and we're about to watch TV and she's like, hey, let's have let's a little alcohol treat. Let's do that. So yeah, that was it. It was nothing. My thing was I went on Twitter and said, who wants to get drunk? <laughs> yeah, that was that that was not this one. No. So. I don't know. I mean, hopefully there's options. I really wish it didn't happen right now, though, because, I mean, it's summertime. There's going to be a lot of people looking for employment, and I don't know. Like, I don't like that. Also, by the way, the city's underwater, (laughs) so... Something maybe a little bit less important, but yeah, we can talk about this. It is so weird how in the back of my mind that is. Like, it is like, city in crisis, Calgary, like, floods everywhere, and it's just like... Oh, okay. Like, my neighborhood is unaffected. So, I'm just, like, sitting here, normal day, just internet, watching TV, playing some games, nothing different, go eat some pizza, whatever. And apparently, like, I don't know, a tenth is what I was hearing of our city has been evacuated. Over 100,000 people, yeah. 
Yeah, 100,000 people have been evacuated from their homes. I've seen footage of, like, cars being washed down streets and, like, buildings with water up to the doors and all this junk. Like, just, like, flooded tunnels that I went through, like, two days ago in the train. And, alright, like, I didn't... It's, you know, not quite uh, New Orleans-type business, but it's pretty bad. And... Oh, no, dude. Like, even if we're talking about New Orleans and stuff, like... Those are huge hurricanes that hit. It wasn't yeah, just water. It was actually, like, wind and other shit. Wind and stuff. And stuff. Yeah, this is just river over, like, spilling over its banks and, like, flooding the city. Let's but... let's put this in perspective, maybe. Okay. All I have is, like, the internet, so I have not seen any firsthand craziness, and I was told not to because it would be dangerous. So I'm probably inflating this in my mind. It's basically Japan, right? No, like, I'm going to put this in perspective for anybody that maybe doesn't Apologies. know everyone that was actually in that tsunami that was terrible so our last flood it's was pretty, okay. our last yeah. flood was in 2005 yes now, when okay. that happened it was a flood in the sense that the river overflowed uh-huh. and there was uh some pathways and stuff that were kind of underwater a little bit and some okay. houses on the river sides and the elbow drive and those rich houses and stuff got damaged like water damage it, like it was a standard normal flood yeah now to put this in perspective this happened within a matter of six hours that yeah. basically our zoo, most of downtown, most of our bi- like big parks and communities surrounding the area are completely underwater to the point where you can't open the door. Right. This That's literally like six hours <laughs> that that happened. Yeah. It was a flash flood. And yeah. when I say was, I mean still is because it's still going on and not drained. It's not drained, but like the incredible rainfall and all that, I think is passed, right? Like that. I think so. Did the clear on some sense, but we just have to wait out the worst part. I mean, last I heard, there was three deaths that had happened in Alberta, though. Oh, okay. So it's not even this flood, Star City. What we've seen in Calgary, there's towns of uh, High River and Canmore, where yeah. the whole town is underwater. Yeah, yeah. But to be fair. Like what we've seen in Calgary with our downtown is probably bigger and more people than one of their towns. Like affect people affected, yeah, but yeah. it's worse effects south of here. Yeah, no, there's there's been some crazy stuff from there too. More importantly, um, big grids of uh, like electrical energy and stuff mm-hmm. had to be shut down because yeah. you can't just shut down and like a community. When you shut down a grid, you shut down like a huge area. Okay. So I'll just quickly read this off. The following communities, as of right now, don't have any power. Discovery Ridge, Mission, Inglewood, Ramsey, Rideau Park, Britannia, Sunnyside, Westmount, uh, Elbow Park, Stanley Park, Roxboro, Bonnybrook, Bridgeland, Deer Run, Riverbend, Earlton, Victoria Park, Stampede Park, Queensland, Cliff, Bungalow, Beltline, Quarry Park, Riverdale, Hillhurst, and most of downtown. That's a lot of neighborhoods. At their big neighborhoods. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So, I'm like, cities that people know. Um, okay, you know San Francisco. Vague, sort of, okay. I Roughly the area that we've had flooded would take up half of San Francisco. Like the main city. Oh, right, yeah, our city's weirdly sprawling. It is. In a way. Yeah, like, we spread out wide. We don't build up, we build out. So, exactly. Okay. We're, we're a 
virus, basically. Yeah. Agent Smith was right. It's mm-hmm. it's the mm-hmm. smell. <laughs> okay. He says that. That Alberta smell. No, that's what he says. Uh, Agent Something Smith, about... when he's talking yeah. to Morpheus, uh-huh. it's just like, it's the smell. <laughs> Anyways. He, I can't have, he doesn't like it. I know. He I don't know like what it. that has to do with floods, but okay. Because we're a virus, we spread out. Oh, Calgarians, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so yeah. <laughs> A big portion of our city is underwater. I was talking to Aaron about this because I was at work today. I work at the airport. Um, mm-hmm. Not as north and east as you can get in the city anymore because, like, the area I live in is probably about as north and east as you can get in the city right now. Okay. Uh, and so, <clears throat> excuse me, on the way to the airport this morning, it was fucking raining really hard, like, on my way to work. It was hard to see. Rain was hidden like fucking like little pellets, like a BB gun raining down on us. Okay. And it was just crazy. And then I was just like, well, if this keeps up, like we're all going to flood. Like this is if this keeps up, it's not going to be a matter of the river will flood up. It'll be a matter of we just can't get rid of all this water <laughs> like everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So. I go to work, it's still raining, clears up maybe around 4 o'clock, it's still drizzling a little bit, about mm. 6 o'clock at night, we look outside, it is sunny, like nothing has ever happened, and there's no longer water on the ground, it dried up. Nice, okay. So, 7 o'clock at night, same thing, but downtown is still black, like it looks like... <laughs> like well, down, to, like clouds over it? And... Yeah, because from where we work, there's a... Nothing but uh, runways and stuff, so you can see directly to downtown the skyline and stuff. Yeah. And it was usually on clear days and stuff, you can, like, if you had a telescope, you could probably watch people work, Mm because it's just a straight shot. This day, like, everything was hazy, it was hard to see downtown most of the time, and when you could, like, when it was sunny, it was still black downtown, like, somebody turned the lights out in that area. Yeah, yeah. Like, in the sky, though, not, like, the literally, <laughs> like, we're out. But, um... Okay. Yeah, and it was just so weird, because as we were going home, I was kind of joking. And it's just, like, every time I see these pictures of, like, all this water pouring out of, like, an apartment building or a parkade or something... Yeah. I feel like there should be a caption right below it and then another picture that says meanwhile 10 minutes north and then there's like kids playing frisbee and squirrels <laughs> hanging out <laughs> yeah i know if you took like my neighborhood it's just like nothing is happening here but like i mean we're right near one of the centers people are supposed to go to if they've been evacuated so i i'm pretty sure we're gonna be okay but yeah like the contrast over the city today is just ridiculous like and that's just the thing with, like, weather here is weird. Like, you can take a picture in one part of the city that's sunny, and then the other part of the city it's, like, almost snowing. Like, just weird junk happens here. Yeah. But this is the most extreme case of that. Sure. Ever. Like, just like, oh, my car's underwater. What? How? Where is that happening? That doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, I've been in a weird bubble of isolation on all of this. It's like, it seems like a movie is taking place somewhere or something. Like, it is not... My like it's my city apparently. I can't wait to get the all clear to go see what happened. But I I don't know. The the mayor was basically saying stay home, state of emergency, don't yep. go, don't go anywhere. So 
you know, I got I, nowhere to go anymore. So, haha. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I couldn't I guess take you the train all there. The fools. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my route to work wouldn't work. Yeah. So, work, work, work. Work, Could, work. Can't. Perfect timing, actually. Thanks. There you go. Silver lining. I didn't drown. Sure. <laughs> so. We should um talk a little bit more about this flood. I think because okay, it is like, it's it is pretty big. I mean, yeah. Calgary and Alberta declared a state of emergency. They're looking at uh medicine hat and red deer for evacuation too like if it gets worse kind of or just yeah. for just overflow that's, of people well they're all by rivers and sh- like every city that's somewhat big is by a river it's just yeah it goes yeah i mean yeah, hey because you need water right yeah we do yeah well, hey river great except when this happens exactly so um like i don't know if this will mean anything to people that aren't from calgary or even know calgary very well Mm-hmm. So, we have a new German girl working at work. She's actually like my apprentice, like my trainee. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Training okay. her. Um, she's new to the city, like new to the country, really. She got her visa in April. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so month two. So we were talking. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about some stuff she should see. And she's been wanting to see the zoo. She likes going outside, so I said Bonas Park is pretty nice if you just want a day out in a park and shit like that. Uh, Princess yeah. Island Park is kind of nice. Uh, you should check out like the Eau Claire Market because that's kind of cool. Some of the stuff they got there, and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I was just like, so remember all those places I said they're underwater. <laughs> yep, yep. I mean, I w- I Oops, saw a movie. Book. What day? What day is it today? It's Friday. It was, well, ostensibly, it's Saturday morning right now, but, yeah, like, four days ago, I saw a movie at Eau Claire, and it's underwater now. Like, it's, or it's, it's like, water is in that building where we were walking around. Hey, you know how Calgary is a city? Yeah. We have a sports team. We, yeah, oh, yeah, yes, we do. We also have the same place, venue, if you will, for our Calgary Flames. It's mm-hmm. where we have our big concert. It's our big hall. It's our, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, concerts are there. Like, Avicii, uh, I believe, Deadmau5 was there. I think Nine Inch Nails is playing there in November, maybe. Yeah, and the reason why you say maybe is because the Saddle Dome is filled up to the 10th row. Yep. That includes everything on the floor and mm-hmm. all of the equipment. Amazing. The sound stage, the... Like I've also heard that place has like crazy sub basement shit. So that's all water. It's all gone. Like you know, all that money that it takes to like broadcast, like the Flames game or the hockey game or like do the jumbotron for the yeah. concert. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's all fried. That's all gone. Uh, yeah. Oh man, it's just a bowl of water. It's it, yeah. The saddle dome is the water bowl <laughs> I yeah i mean dude blitzball better become popular a few uh, more things going okay. on like i mean where we went for the comic expo is that place okay oh no that'll be gone too that was right beside the saddle dome you're right man it's a stamp st- oh, whoa dude the stampede is in like two weeks dude that's what i was saying the stampede grounds are gone they're underwater what is gonna happen I know, that's the biggest thing we have like, in this. We were prepping for, like, the big annual cowboy festival out here, and 
what are we going to do? Like, it, like I'm assuming they're going to have to have, like, some sort of grassroots feel-good thing, try to make the city feel better, you know, thing. But, like, the cost to the city already must be staggering. And how are okay. they going to recoup any of those costs without our biggest tourist event ever? Holy crap, man. Calgary went from boom to bust in, like... <laughs> Six hours, you're saying? Like, crap. to begin with, and then it obviously after that it just got worse, right? Because it piled on after that. Like, within 12 hours, we're at the point we're at now. Right, I have not so. been really weighing the magnitude of this at all, but okay, sure. continue. What else is gone? Uh, okay, so uh, I'm going to say some good stuff, actually. Okay, okay. 100,000 people evacuated. Yep. You know how many people have needed shelter? How many? 1,500. The rest have all been taken in by friends, family, fellow Calgarians. Oh, yes. Okay. I, that's kind of been what I've been hearing from my friends who were affected by it. Was like, oh, no, we're staying at Buddy's house. That is kind of cool because there have been people on Twitter just being like, anyone in YYC affected, like, tweet me. I got two extra. Come on down. Yeah. So Calgarians helping Calgarians. That, that's pretty sweet. Very cool. Very cool yeah. thing to see. What isn't so cool, mm-hmm. um, when stuff like this happens there is a tendency for uh, the waterworks to be so backlogged and full of mud and debris and shit like that that they have to kind of shut down water supplies. Yeah. So people have been buying out water by, like, the skids, basically, right? Yeah, I know, yeah. Brittany was saying at the grocery stores and stuff. Well, every grocery store in the city today apparently had at least 50 people in line all day for water and Water rush? Water and supplies, yeah. Because nobody wants to boil water and, like... Is there a boil water warning on right now, though, or not? There isn't. Calgary, they still are saying that our water is very good. Okay. they don't see any reason why our water works will be backlogged. The the only thing they're saying is if you don't have to use water, don't. Because Mm. the less we use, the less... Or the more time they have to, like, filter the water. Okay. Yeah, so, like... Just don't use a whole bunch. Leave your sink running and shit like that. But I mean, that's just common sense anyway. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they're saying that everything's going good. I mean, for state of emergency in a big city, this has gone pretty well. I'm I'm just gonna throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not talking about New Orleans, sort of like everybody banding together and rebuilding houses because the city is gone. Right. We are talking about, like, 10% of the population found refuge in other people's friends' or strangers' homes. Mm-hmm. People are buying water and, like, helping each other out with that. Like, people are safe. There's yeah. shelters going up. People from Edmonton, they sent cops down to help out and the army to, like, help out with stuff. Okay. There's been evacuation orders and people helping with the evacuations, getting people out. Like, it's been very good. It's like a pretty well-organized, managed disaster. Sure. And that is really refreshing to see because every time you hear about a disaster, it's like, oh, my God, the world is ending because uh, what the hell was that place now that got that tornado recently? Recently? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, in Ohio. Yeah, it's like... Tornado in Ohio, is this the end of the world because a bunch of people died? It's like, right, right, right. And then it's just nice to see, like, a disaster that's like, 
the media is just like, no, nah, they're saying everything's good. Just don't be idiots and jump in the lake. <laughs> so, right, yeah. <laughs> like, the the tone of the footage was just kind of like, this is crazy. This is, like, pretty extraordinary. But, hey, don't, you know, don't go outside. Don't go be like, oh, man, there's crazy floods everywhere. Let's go check it out. Just watch this footage. Like, just hang out. We got it right here. We got an aerial view. Check this out. This whole area is underwater. <laughs> like, it was like, okay. Like, I've seen everything I need to see. And it's crazy, but I don't, you know, my curiosity has been dealt with. I don't need to go looking for trouble. So just sit and wait it out, I guess, at this point for most of us. Yeah. It's been crazy, though. Yeah, like, I don't know. Weird. Weird times. So I guess um, to... And perfect for a job hunt. Let's go. (laughs) Hand out some resumes. To add on what I was talking about, about the water thing, though. Yeah. Places have been charging extraordinary amounts for water. Which is kind of gross. Oh, like jacking their bottled water rate? Also hotels. What do you mean? The like air- hotel rates the, are the going Calgary up? Calgary International Airport Travel Lodge specifically. I'm going to call you guys out because this is kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were staying there. $109 a night. Uh, since the floods happened and they had to stay a little bit longer. Bumped up to 190 a night. Dirtbags. 80 extra bucks. Gross. And the reason they gave them when they asked for the price bump, well, because we're busy because of the floods. It's like, that doesn't... That makes no sense. That makes no sense at all. It's like, okay, you're busy, so you turn people away, but you still give me the same rate. Yeah, that's pretty lame. Yeah. Like, it sucks to have to turn people away, but it's not like, first come, who pays the most policy. Yeah, jeez. There's pictures and stuff of... Like liquor store, what liquor store is it? I'm gonna to try to find the liquor store specifically. I'll keep talking and venting or whatever because I like to say nothing when we do these. Like I can fill dead air pretty well, like I'm doing right now as I'm looking through pictures to see if I can find. <laughs> but is it too self-aware? I don't know. Is it too self-aware? I don't you know. Decide. Send us an email. Politics. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Am I too self-aware? Should I shut up and just find things better? Email paulipixel-response.com. Anyways, as I was doing that, Queensland Liquor Store. See, it works. Yep. <laughs> Queensland Liquor Store. Guess how much ice is? A bag of ice. Just a normal, standard Arctic Glacier. I What are they? Like a couple kilo bag of ice. The, two bucks? Like what? I don't know. 20 bucks. $20. One bag. For so, ice? For ice. Um, there have been places where one bottle of water, $10. Are you serious? That's like Dr. Claw villainy. That I is, know. That is so evil gross. shit. It's so gross. But Preying on people's fears and like, oh man, opportunists. Weird. Okay. Yeah. What kind of places? Like, are these like mom and pop shops or are these like Walmart is being oh. an asshole? Oh, dude, Walmart can't afford that bad press. It's oh, yeah, exactly. Like, all you need is a sign of, like, you know, great prices, $10 for water, and you're just like, oh, man, that, that'll ripple all over the internet. But, okay. See, this is what's weird to me. Yeah. Is that, why would you jack the price up? Because if you have that much demand for water, just keep it the same, and you're going to make a shitload anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You're going to make, like, what you would make in a month in a couple hours. Uh-huh. Like, and water. I was just looking at this as like the weird kind of like, oh man, Sled Island was cancelled. I can't go see my concerts. 
Oh, it's bon- a little more serious. I'm going to put this a little more in perspective now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so do you know the Deerfoot Trail, for anybody that doesn't know, the number two highway goes uh, north and south in Alberta? Yeah. One of the biggest highways, like, in Canada, I guess. It's the number two, for Christ's sakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was closed. Okay. Most of it. Uh, in that respect, one of the bigger streets in Calgary, Glenmore, was closed. So was McLeod. Uh, like I'm trying to think of how I could put this in perspective. The Deerfoot for us, the number two highway is like a freeway in the States. Mm-hmm. That's the road that goes through the city that you would turn off onto the different off ramps to different areas. So that was closed. Um, I mean, all the random stuff like elbow drive and like, duh, they're on the river. Of course they're closed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, the zoo is flooded. Yeah, I, I heard the backup plan for the big tigers and stuff is jail cells. Cats. The jail cells at the courtroom. Yep. Yeah, it's yep. just like, that's our backup plan. That's what we gotta do. It's just the most amazing backup plan I've ever heard. And I'm also just happy, like, well, they had a plan. <laughs> they, they, they were ready. So, weird. No, totally. I'm happy that they actually have a plan because I don't want to see kitties die. I like kitties. Yeah, no, that'd be terrible. And I, like, some animals have already been evacuated. But, yeah. Aaron's biggest thing is, what about the penguins? I I don't know. I was just like, I don't know. I hope they're okay. Yeah, like get some ice packs and hopefully... Pour one out for the penguins. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, Heritage Park? Yo, that's probably gone. I saw some footage around (laughs) it. It's it's not good, but it it didn't look that bad. Okay. Considering it's right next to a reservoir. Like, it was... It was close... I wouldn't, you know, don't hang out there right now. Yeah, but, uh, maybe don't hang around places that has, like, basically river. an ocean worth of water coming at you. Like, flowing past you, full of junk. Yeah, dude, crazy. Yeah. This is, like, I mean, to the listeners, like, this is probably like, oh, whatever, I don't know what that even is, but, like, these are all, like, local stuff. Like, that. that's like a cultural heritage place like i mean it's just like hey we got a bunch of old buildings and like antiques and stuff amusement park yeah i guess we should clarify this even more a little bit i guess Mm -hmm. okay you come to calgary for business and you ask the people here like what can i see in my spare time every place they will tell you is underwater (laughs) yeah like all of our local attractions are in bad shape right including now. when you're here in the summer and say i want to see the greatest outdoor show on earth as it's been built <laughs> and yep. literally makes like hundreds of millions of dollars for us because people are there all day every day flocking towards it mm-hmm. that is now gone <laughs> like that is underwater and they are supposed to open in less than a month yeah like july 5th i think was the day i saw yeah damn son Wow. Okay. Local disasters. They're crazy. What's going on in your town? Uh, Nathan at pixel-response.com. I like how you get the easy ones. Her mind just like, I hate feminists. Come at me, bro. Paul at pixel-response.com. Well, you know, whatever. You get what you put out there, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I, I saw the movie Warm Bodies. Oh, okay. How, how do you like it? It's okay. Okay. Did you see it? No, I, I thought it looked kind of dumb. So it I is kind of dumb. Okay. They, they kind of do some decent things. I don't know. I don't like think... Like sort of novel? 
I don't think I like the idea of zombies being able to become human again. Okay. Because that that's stupid. Cure. Yeah. Like, you can cure it with love. That's a cure. Oh, one thing I wanted to go to for Man of Steel. They make a lot of weird religious overtone references. Okay. I don't know, just like the savior of people. Just like I mean, there the, were some the prodigal sort of son. Messiah-esque business in Superman Returns here and there. Dude, every time he's like floating or flying, yeah, looks like Jesus because he has his arms out. He does the arm T T like you know, not full out like that, okay. but like kind of by his sides and open palm like that. Cross spins. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, just like doing stunts. He's like um Superman doing some tricks. Oh my god, have you ever played Gunstar Heroes? Uh yeah. Are you aware of Gunstar Heroes quite well? Uh not not tons. I mean, I've I've played you know, the GBA port and all that, but okay. What about Gunstar Heroes? There's there... um there's a level in there. I'm just trying to remember whose level it is. Mm-hmm. The... I watched uh, John do a let's play of it actually, but a little bit. Okay. Yep. Oh fuck, what I'm just trying to remember what level it is, but there's uh, one guy that one of his attacks is like, he'll just go across the screen spinning, like, with sideways, where like, his yeah. arms are stretched out, like, across. Like, just cartwheeling around? No, like, spinning, like, a barrel roll. Okay. Yeah, just across the screen with his arms out. It would be so cool if Superman did that. He'd be like a giant drill. Why doesn't he do that? Because... Opportunity, Zack Snyder. Because he's an idiot. Exactly. But okay, speaking of weird religious overtones, this is the end? You saw it? I did see it. Should I give a shit about it? I, I had a good time. I, okay. I was quite surprised with a lot of what that movie does. Like, it was okay. just, I don't know, like, going into it, it was like, this is potentially, like, the laziest premise for a comedy ever. Like, it's just like, we're not even gonna make up characters, we're just playing ourselves, and we're just joking around, and, oh, look, the apocalypse happened while we were hanging out at James Franco's house. Like, for those that, you know, I'm sure people are familiar. But, yeah, it's a bunch of comedians, Seth Rogen, uh, Jay, Jay Baruchel, Jonah Hill, all the, all like, that whole crew. James Frigo, Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen, Jay Baruchel, Danny McBride, Craig Robinson, Michael Sarah, um, that Emma Mindy, Watson shows up. Yeah, like, that Mindy Kaling or whatever. She's getting yeah, kind of big right now. Because Aziz Ansari. Um, that uh, Christopher Mintz, like, everybody you can think of, Paul Rudd. Yeah, Jason Siegel's there briefly. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, it's just, it's just all those dudes in a movie. This is why I'm wondering if I should care. It sounds like yeah. the laziest fucking thing. Thing is, I was like, it's actually kind of a analysis of their friendships dynamics in a way. Like, so it's kind of like how Jay and Seth are friends despite him going to Hollywood and Jay staying in Canada. So it's like weirdly kind of soul searching about some real stuff. And then everything goes crazy for quite a while. And then, but it go, it went crazy in a way I was not expecting it to go religious overtones. There's like just biblical, like, okay. Have you seen that Simpsons episode about the apocalypse? Like they open the door of the church and then it's just like fire and brimstone outside. And they're just like, Oh man, like it's kind of that. Like it's like what is that if he's singing Kesara Sara as he's walking to the edge? Uh, no, no, that's the angel. No. That's a different one. But sorry, yeah, I guess they deal with the like okay, there was one where they basically just 
are hanging out. They all fall asleep in church and have dreams about different religious stories. Yes, and yes, yeah. They go like, eh, it's not the end of the world, and open the door, and there's just crazy apocalypse crap happening. Like, that is kind of the core premise, and it's all old-school biblical, like, giant devil, like, demons and, like, revelations shit. And that was weird to see, because I, I was not, I was expecting aliens based on the way they marketed it, so I was I was happy there was, like, a bit of a twist on my expectations. But they also get weirdly kind of just analytical about that stuff and riff on that stuff really well. And then there's just, like, a bunch of random funny gags that happen. So I don't know. If you are at all, like, an appreciator of those guys, it's it's a great time. If not, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if you'd enjoy it. But okay. they do some good riffs on, like, those actors' personalities and stuff. Like, Michael Sarah gets a ton of laughs early in the movie. Um... Emma Watson, I guess, isn't quite fit, doesn't fit in right. Like you know, she's the celebrity. Like, why is she here? Sure. Um, and basically, just reading the trivia and stuff. Like, apparently, she kind of wasn't into the whole vibe of the movie and isn't in some scenes that she was originally scripted to be in and stuff. And it's kind of like, ah, that's kind of lame. Like, why isn't Emma Stone? Why? Oh, man, the disgusting things I would do to her, even if she was a guy before. Okay. <laughs> just callbacks to that um but i I mean i just feel like she might get the comedic tone of that better and kind of be i don't know that would be cool well she was part of the super bad crew so she fits in right why the hell didn't that happen jeez um but i don't know i was i was pretty impressed by it i I was i went in with kind of low expectations despite critics kind of being into it and i was i was happy so it was it was a good a good time eau claire man eau claire check it out oh wait you can't Oh no! Oh snap! Shit's underwater, son. <laughs> I don't know what's with them. They have weirdly just a couple dollars less than other theaters in town for first run stuff. It's weird. They do. Yeah, because nobody goes there. Maybe that's why they need to coax people out. But now it won't help them now. Jeez. But anyway, it was fun. It was a fun time. Good I enjoyed need it. To get a boat. Good, good summer movie. What? We're gonna need to get a boat, a bigger boat, as it were. Yeah, we're gonna need a bigger boat. That's true. That reminds me. Have you seen? Did you see Google's picture? Oh, was it like, hey, scuba diving because summertime? No, it was like first day of summer, and it was um at little animation with a bunch of people standing in water, and the waves were covering them. What? Why? <laughs> I don't know, but it just seems so funny. Like the best timing ever. Oh yeah, my god! I mean, it's like a big in joke for like a million people. But that's pretty good. That's funny. I guess the reason I'm bringing this up, though, mm-hmm. is because there was people on Twitter just being like, not cool, Google, so insensitive. Fuck you, yeah. Google. It's just like, are you serious? This happened before the floods, and Google is not Calgarian. I know. It's like, how narcissistic are you that you think this is targeted at you? Like, the world does not care what's happening to Calgary. It's just like, oh, someplace, whatever. Like, okay. So, yeah. This might not play at all to you. But hold on a second. Oh, you're transitioning? No, this is going to be, um, this is going to be great on air stuff. Uh, Okay. But, uh, are you looking at Skype right now? Yeah. Okay. Look at Skype right now? Like our chat window? Oh, no. Is it going to become video or? No, no. It's fine. Okay. Do you see this? Uh, it's loading something. 
I'm showing you the Google thing. Oh, dude. Okay. See um, my screen? Oh, yeah. A bunch of people like waist deep in water. Look, watch. So insensitive, right? Why is this a thing? Uh, yeah, weird. That's like the new Holocaust right there. Hitler had yeah. nothing on Google.com. <laughs> the internship in theaters now. I got, yeah, it's sponsored by internship. Yep. Will you make a .com slash Google slash internship? Yep. Uh, Movies, floods, mm-hmm. crazy. Media. Media. I've been a little worried that, like, man, if do we need to, like, flood prep this place? Should I put my PlayStation in a plastic tub or something? Like, what what do we do? But I hope it just doesn't happen. We just How high up are you? Like, elevation in my region? No. Like, you're, oh. like, are you in an apartment? No, we're in, like, a, yeah, we're in, like, a basement apartment, though. Oh, shit. <laughs> I know. So, if anything happens to this neighborhood, underwater. So, no, that would be the worst. Yeah, that'd be so bad. How do you check your local elevation? Uh. It's an important question for the people. Does Google Maps know that shit? I don't know. Why don't you Google that shit? Okay, I'll Google Even it. Though Even though they're insensitive bastards, I'll, I'll yeah. still give them, a, give them a try. Those boys might make it one day. <laughs> <laughs> they might own half the internet one day. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll see if this works. Here we go. Alright, there is a Wikipedia entry for my neighborhood. So what does it say? Oh, that should say your elevation, probably. Hopefully. Um, 1,095 meters above sea level. Okay. Okay. I don't, I don't know what that means to, for like... River flood. I was going to say, like, how high <laughs> is our river? Yeah. Because what's your elevation? Uh, 1,000 meters-ish. What if the river is, like, 990 <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Ch- <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I don't know. It's the only number I have. What am I supposed to do? Oh man, like that number means nothing if you don't know how high the river elevation is. Yep, I'm, I'm looking this up right now. Yeah. For like, I mean, like the flooded, most affected flood region. I'm. Gonna... Oh shit. <laughs> Like, it's literally 11 meters different. <laughs> That's not good at all. Oh, no. I can't stop laughing. It hurts so much. <laughs> all right. This might be the last. I don't know. Hopefully, this, hopefully we're not just, like, laughing it up and it's like, no, this is serious, you guys. You should have evacuated. Didn't you get the memo? I don't know. Disaster cast. Yeah, this is what they're playing at your funeral. <laughs> yeah. Just like, well, ironically, minutes before, there was this recording, and it was uploaded <laughs> somehow. Well, I would still be able to upload it. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Just like, wait, why is the carpet... Damp- and then people would, like, insensitive, you're worse than Google, Paul. And yeah. I would just be like, Nathan would have wanted it this way. 
It's true. I give permission in this recording for it to be uploaded in the event of my flood-related demise. Um, <laughs> damn. Okay, saddle. You know, honestly, though, man, would that suck? It's just like get let go from your job and have. A I know. It's like ah, oh, it's like a serious man too, Nathaniel version, and it's just like modern day Job. It's all happening in one week. Mm-hmm. Know, it's true. Almost. You're Not being quite. tested. I'm being tested. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but yep. Saddledome, Calgary elevation. What is that? Because yeah, I don't know. That was just general for the whole city of Calgary, but the whole city of Calgary is riding pretty high. Yeah. So. Ugh. Anyway, okay. Yeah. I'll determine whether or not I'm in mortal danger. Uh, <laughs> is there? Is that all we got? Is that kind of the high note? The... Yeah, that's it for this week. So. Okay. Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. It's really been weird. a long one, but we've been gone forever. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for hanging out in this weird disaster zone. Thank you for hanging out. Yeah, no problem. At two in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Finding so, out that you're in a flood zone, maybe. Maybe. Like maybe I'm not as secure. It's just like, nah, I heard I heard a rumor that the the recreation center near here is a, a safe zone, so we'll be fine. You just hear tomorrow the recreation center has been flooded. <laughs> just like, like that's fuck. two blocks from Oh no. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> oh dude. Okay. Oh. Should have invested in tarps and I don't know. How do you ward off flood water? You don't. By emailing pix- Paul at pixel com <laughs> or following us on Facebook. That's right. Get Facebook.com your- slash the pixel response or you could talk to us on Twitter. How far is Nathan going to be underwater by the time you talk to him? Find out by tweeting at Krasnor, K-R-A-Z-N-O-R. What will I do to save him? Probably nothing, but email, or ask me at Exposure, E-X-F-A-U-X-S-U-R-E, uh, Pixel underscore response, blah, blah, blah. Site is under maintenance. We're changing servers over, so thank you for your patience. Um, video content coming soon? Maybe? I don't know. Check the site for more. See ya.